Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to ocean. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. Little Friday Eve show, hanging out with you guys. We're Sports Fake, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett, there you go. You're back. You went from blue to gold to. It's gonna stay. It's gonna keep. Go- it's gonna keep doing it. I don't know why it does it, man. Okay. All right. Well, that's Barrett. That's Derek. I'm Rob. What's up, everybody? How we doing? How we doing? Gunner. I'm blue. Bottom. Oh, um, doing great. Um, you know. You guys always laugh at me because you say I always have something going on in my house, you know, something off the cuff. So during the show meeting, you guys didn't notice, but <clears throat> I hear this buzzing in in my window. Uh, uh, it's off to my left shoulder here, and I'm thinking, please do not let it be a wasp, you know, now, not this time of year, you know, because, you know, bugs start to come out earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. So I'm checking it down and notice it's a fly, a big fly. So I can't get to it. So by the time I go downstairs and get a fly swatter and my bug assault gun, you know, it's not in the window anymore. So now I'm listening. I hear it's in the bathroom now. So I get Uh to the bathroom and I notice it's up in the skylight in the bathroom. Well, I can't shoot up there because if I crack the window, you know who I got to hear from. If I crack the window with this bug assault, right? So I just close the bathroom door. So for the next three hours, you know, I took all the stuff like the toothbrushes, put them away, some little nasty, you know what, then land on my toothbrushes and stuff. Like that. <laughs> so for the next three hours, you know, he'll live his he'll live his good life. But once we say goodbye at, at two fifty seven, you know what? The groundhog saw its uh, shadow this morning. This fly about to meet his maker this afternoon. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> he doesn't know what's about to hit him, man. You know, I'm he's got three you. hours got, left. Look, I got a fly swatter. I got fly spray in there, and my kids are laughing at me because, Dad, what kind of random text is this, right? You know, I was like, hey, look, you know, I have to tell it when I see it when things happen, man. So I got, I got, what is fly spray? You know, the rain, you know, fly spray. You guys use that before, kill bugs, you know. I got that in there. I got a fly swatter. I said, I got to go to Old Faithful. When all else fails, just call (laughs) Old Faithful. Oh man, you're bringing out the heavy, heavy artillery for this for this bad boy. Okay, this well, is the fact that you're even getting—it's crazy. You're getting one of those in February, though. You know what I mean? Like it's usually Dude. that's not going to happen until like March at least. Yeah, but you know what? With the weather patterns being as if last year we had this warm spell in late February, yeah. early March, and bees were out. 
you know, That's and true. then it got cold again. They disappeared. But this is also, I found, a very good deterrent for unwanted guests in your home. You know, those people who think they can go past <laughs> your family, get past you and, and go to your wife and kids and get whatever they want and, you know, get access to your home against your better wishes. So, so for unwanted guests, instead of using regular table salt, I go to rock <laughs> salt for unwanted guests in the house. Yeah, see, yeah. I treat not, you, Rob. Rob I know. Why is he, why he's he talking about you like me, Rob? not you, not you. Right, man. Right. I'm not threatening anybody. I'm just telling you, it's a dual purpose uh, home appliance. That's all I'm dual telling purpose. you. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that works. Tell truth. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. So, Derek, I didn't even get a chance to. Uh, you distracted me with it with all your artillery there. Um, 246 hours. 246. Had to get it in there. 10 days. We're getting closer, guys. All we need to do Rob. is get once we get past Sunday, then you're on your regular week. Like, here we go. Right. That's when, yeah. That's when it you gets know? easy. No, no, no. Yeah. Your you regular week, but your guy, but your regular week and my regular week is vastly different. True. See, by True. Friday, your hands like this. See, you're like this by Friday. By Friday, I'm still here. <laughs> no, it's, you know what uh different strokes as they say for different folks so yeah i'm ready to go man i can tell you that much you know who else is ready to go jason kelsey's wife kylie kylie's nine months pregnant with their third child so she still plans to go to the game but they're gonna fly out her OBGYN to arizona just for a comfort level for her but you have more on this Derek gun we do we, we overturn yes. everything we, every yes, stone come is, to, is, is unturned. Come to find out that the OBGYN from here cannot practice medicine in the state of Arizona. So the Kelsey's have a contingent pl contingency plan to have medical officials on standby there as well. Remember last year uh, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, one of the receivers had to take off right away because he found out his wife was in labor. I think so he was, grabbed was it Van Jefferson or somebody else? I forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Jefferson. Yeah. 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 So he grabbed his small daughter. We got to go. And the daughter's like, huh? We got to go. <laughs> right on the field. Yeah. yeah. Took off. And somebody else's. There was another Super Bowl, I believe, where somebody's wife went into labor at the Super Bowl and they got her to the hospital and, and then the player rushed to the hospital afterwards. This yeah. is becoming, this is becoming, now see, I guarantee you, somebody somewhere is going to have a prop bet on whether or not his <laughs> wife delivers in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, before the game, after the game. I guarantee you somebody's going to kill. There's over 670 different prop bets now for Super Bowls. We never heard about this stuff when Super Bowls first came, came to be back in the 70s and the 80s. Right. That's because that's because the uh, teams didn't care. Like when, um, correct. Like my daughter still holds it against me now, and but my daughter Why? China, she was born. She was born. I was actually in, I was in camp in Denver, and uh, it was right during the preseason, the, the the start of preseason, and she was born on was it August seventeenth? Okay, that's right there. I had a game on August eighteenth. Oh, okay. In O two. You know, so I couldn't, I couldn't wow. fly back because I had a game. If I, let me look, let me look up that. If I, let me look at that preseason schedule because she still says it. Oh, you, you were there for everybody else. You couldn't be there for me. Oh man, you just don't love me enough to, to, uh, to make that trip for me. I'm like, geez. what are you talking about? Is, is she uh, the youngest? Crazy. Yes. Usually, you get that from middle kids. You know, the middle <laughs> kids. I got a middle kid 
who has the middle kid syndrome occasionally. Jan Brady, Jan Brady syndrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But she's the youngest. You know, that usually happens, Barrett, with the middle kids and the youngest kids. See? Well, it, it should. You got to deal with that. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that way, anyways, man. She should. She should knows I love her, and she wants to use it against me. Yeah, da- daddy yes. was working. You know, daddy wasn't. You know daddy she, wasn't out on the golf course doing nothing. He was right. Working. Right. Did, yes. Does she still use it against you now? Yes. It you might know what? You know, okay. Okay. Did you yell at her yesterday? No. Uh-huh. Did Did you correct her on something? See, usually did she want money. Did she want money? Yeah. Did she need money? That's probably what it is, right yeah. there. See, yep. See, usually my middle kid and the younger one will use that uh, against you when you either yell at them for something you asked grown folks to do and they didn't do it <laughs> or something like that. It's the only time you, you know, you don't support me. You, you, you don't do this. You do this for this one, but not for this one. You love this right. one more than me. I'm like, hold up. You're in your 30s. You know what? Bump that. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there the last last night. My daughter, I help. I was helping my daughter with this this paper she's doing, and it was for like international trade uh, for the country of Madagascar. I, oh, I'm like, what in oh, God's name? What oh, is this? What are we doing here? I mean, it was <laughs> it was painful, painful, painful oh, to get through. But if, did it did it make you did it make you feel? Let me see. How can I say? Dumb. Yes. Yes. Okay. I didn't want to use yeah. that word, but now that you mentioned, yes, it, you know, it did. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yep. When Which my kids got much, to a but... certain point in high school, yeah. When my kids got to a certain point in high school, I was like, I, I talk, don't know. Talk to, to your you. mother. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got yeah. I got through geometry, but when you start talking about, you know, algebra two, algebra three, trigonometry, you might as well be talking in in in, in hieroglyphics or you know foreign language. Because I, I, you know, I just don't have that many toes. I hear you. Man. Trust no. me. Trust me when I tell you, I hear you. So that'd be pretty cool with it, with the Kelsey's. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned Puxatawney Phil. So what do you have? You got a good one, Gunner? What do you have? Mama Brooks, leave my baby alone. Puxatawney <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil saw a shadow, which means we have six more weeks of winter, according to a rodent who crawled out of a hole. That we that we don't okay, so If I ever see that, if I ever see that rodent in person, you're gonna get him. Yeah, you better watch out. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you I'm right telling now. You. Just yeah. first of all, the fly, and then I find out Punks and Tony Phil saw a shadow again. Did he bite anybody? A couple of years, he's bitten somebody. Yeah, I don't think he got up. anybody today. But anybody? Was, anybody? Uh, I, I think he was yeah. disturbed by having be, be ex, you know extracted out of his hole. But uh, Amen. yeah, who knows? That, that, I, I think that, we're going to get six road weeks road. of winter because we haven't gotten any winter yet. Would be my guess, and I'm no, Absolutely. I'm no punks and Tony Rob. Don't say that, Rob. man. Yeah. Say that, man. Cause that little road make works, a, you make a nice Daniel Boone hat. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> It'd be nice and warm if we do have an extended winter. Oh, <gasps> uh, uh, yeah. So that'd, oh, that'd be goodness. interesting. Question for you guys regarding the Super Bowl. Now, I need you to think of it in this scenario. Okay. You're not working. Right. Okay. Cost is no object. Meaning if you wanted to go to the game, you could pull it off financially. Right. Right. And this isn't just for the Super Bowl. It's just any of your, a, a big game it could be a championship. It could be game seven of a world series, game seven, in NBA finals, whatever. Biggest game, the big game. Right. What is your preferred viewing? Do you prefer home at a house with a buddy, buddies, whatever? At the bar, at the game itself. If you have your druthers, 
where would you watch the game? Let's just take Super Bowl 57. We're take you're not working. Okay. And just, this had this is an Eagles Super Bowl. Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's just say a week from Sunday, you're not working. And you have the the, the you know financial capability of getting out to Arizona if you want. So the question is, where would you watch? I would still watch it at home, bro. I like to sit down. I like to watch the replays. I, I like to, you know, and I don't want anybody else telling me what I what I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want my buddy talking about, oh man, he he should have did no, no. I mean, I, bro, it. I I, I admit. I watch the game, but I don't see the game like everybody else. When right. I watch the game, I'm seeing – like, I don't even know where the ball is until I go through in my head what I see, and then it eventually takes me where the ball is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. I kind of figure out where it's supposed to go before it's supposed to be there. So when I'm watching the game, I'm seeing offensive line. When I, when I, when I first look at the game, like, for instance, this is what I do every play. I'm not like Ray and all those guys because they – and you guys, you know, just like you, you the same way. You write every play, chart every play, down, distance, all that stuff. I True. can't do yep. that. What yep. I do yep. do is I, I, you know, I look at the center. for Then I look and see if it's four down. When I see it's four down, then I look at the covers. When I look at the covers, I got to find the shell. First mm-hmm. corner, safety, safety corner. Then I find the next guy over. I find a linebacker. Once I find a Mike linebacker, then I go and I watch the play. By the time I do all that, I watch the play. I know what the protection is. I know what they're going. I know what the defense is trying to do to them. And I'm like, the ball should go here. When it doesn't go there, I see where the ball goes. And I'm they, and that's how my brain processes it. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 funny, you know, that I I I'll see a play. Like I I actually got in trouble at work for that. I, I got in trouble at work for that. I'm sitting down, I'm watching a play, and one of our coworkers, um, you guys know who it is. Um I'm watching the game, and this tackle, young tackle, rookie tackle, it's actually Dillard. Dillard goes inside and blocks the three <laughs> technique and, and gets the line, and the, and the guard gets the linebacker, leaves the end wide open, and right. knocks out the quarterback, rocks him. Yeah. And uh, everybody, that's all. Oh, oh. And I'm looking at oh, a good play by Dillard. And, and, and one of our coworkers says, what? What are you talking about? I said, well, quarterback's got to throw that hot. You know, the ball's supposed to be hot. The ball's supposed to be hot. He's supposed to leave the end man on line of scrimmage. The guy that's farthest away from the quarterback, which happened to be the defensive end. Right. But the quarterback has to know that the offensive line got that three technique and a linebacker, the blitz, a linebacker that came through. So they picked up what was right in front of him, but he kept it in the, he kept the ball too long and he got rocked. So our coworker was pissed off. And he started yelling, oh, this this rookie's gonna, he's gonna get this quarterback killed. We need to cut his ass now. <laughs> I don't say anything to him, but I'm talking to Mulhern, one of our producers. I said, man, that's on the quarterback, man. He he shouldn't he should have he should have threw that ball. He's also what? What are you talking about? He's gonna get the quarterback killed, stupid rookie. And I turn around, I look at him, and said, no, that wasn't his man, that was the quarterback's fault. The quarterback, how is this his fault? He doesn't have shoulder pads on he can block. He's not blocked. Now now that he's gotten indignant, now I feel disrespected. Yeah. Now I'm MFing him and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, now I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm, 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 I'm showing that, all right, I'm, 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 I'm superior to you. I'm going to make sure you understand it, that you'll never talk to me like this again. You will never talk to me like this again. No, I had to be to witness to this. 
So long story long, long story long, uh, he gets mad, looks at me, and he's staring at me, and he's walking towards me. And about 10 feet from him, he throws his coat down and looks at me. And then he starts what? walking. Yes. And then he starts walking towards me again. And I'm sitting down on my seat. By the time he got too sexy, I had jumped up and I was about to grab him. And he turned his head and then walked out the uh out, you know out the office. And when he's he was leaving out the office, you know how he got those springs and it kept him from slamming door. He's trying to slam the door, but the springs will allow to slam the door. I'm like, I'm like. He almost got his ass whooped just then. What? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I couldn't believe he did it to me. I, I let me tell you, I, audience, <laughs> I had no idea I was getting this story out of Barrett. Like, I, you I, never I heard this story. I, I thought you were gonna say I'd rather be on my couch. I'd rather be. I, I had no idea where this was going. Right. So, I, you, had, so you never heard this story, it. Rob? I don't think so. I can't watch it with other people, bro. Well, I just sit there and watch it, and me being me, I'm crying laughing. So you were there bro. for this. Oh, I'm but crying he's laughing. Not, he don't. No, he doesn't. He wasn't crying laughing. He. Do you? He goes. Do you know, Barry? Do you know? <laughs> Who said that? Like, no, I'm talking about me. I was sitting there crying, laughing. I didn't just forget. I'm watching YouTube. No, I'm talking about uh, Mohorn. Mohorn was like, Yeah, no. Oh, do you? It ain't like you won a Super Bowl. Do you know? You didn't play. It's not like you played 12 years in the league. Maybe you don't know, Barry. I'm like Mohorn. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me, man? That's but he wasn't we the one doing it. He was just messing with. No, me. He was messing. He was at. He was taking the Let's get more heard on our producer, man. Let's get him on, man. Hey, we talk. This, uh, he's a great football mind. He is too. He uh, he comes up with these stats and stuff. Um, but he took over the D gun role in that case. Uh, I just said this is the same coworker that Barrett, who is mentioned on the uh, mentioned earlier in, uh, last year on the show, threatened to make disappear at a a, a training camp practice. Um, <laughs> what? This is the same one. Yes, yeah. Barrett threatened to make this. A person disappeared, cursed him up and down at training camp one time, and uh, threatened to do him bodily harm. And you know, is this the same I guy just... who left you hanging when you when you didn't have prompter or anything? Yes. Uh yes. Oh same God. one. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Um, All right. Anyway. And he's still in the business. Still in the business. So, Woo. All right. Uh, yeah, but. Okay, um, so Barrett would like to be at home, not annoyed by. Yes, by I, so I, I, I'd much rather watch it at home, where I can sit down, I can look at the replays, I can hear what's going on, and okay. I can hear, you know, I could, I could, I like to, you know, say when the, you know, when announcers are wrong and when they're right and all that stuff, you know. So I'd rather be by myself. When I'm in the office, I ignore people. I don't even talk to people. I just ignore them. You know what I mean? So. All right. How about you, Derek? Oh, there's no question. Um, I, I'd rather be at home every year, like clockwork. Now, my wife knows not to ask me, but I think she does it on purpose. Sure, I say one of two things: Hey, do you want to have a Super Bowl party here, or so and so wants to know can, can we go to this Super Bowl party? Last year, our church was having three to four hundred people for a big Super Bowl party. Every year in unison, it has been no, no. No. Once every three or four years, I give in. And during the game, I sit there and I see across the room because most of the women are in the kitchen or another room talking about everything that's not football. But she leaves me in a room with a bunch of men who want me to sit there and analyze a game for them every play. <laughs> All I yep. want to do is sit and watch. I want to hear I want to hear the announcers. I want to hear stats. You know how I love stats. I want to hear the stats. 
I want to hear any injury updates. I want to hear anything. Go. I actually want to see the halftime shows at Super Bowl. When you go to Super Bowl parties, you cannot even enjoy the halftime shows. In the last few years, all of a sudden, my wife wants to watch the Super Bowl now, you know. So I have to sit with her at least and watch the Super Bowl, and she wants to talk through the Super Bowl, or she'll play her videos and sometimes turn the sound up loud while I'm trying to watch the game. And I sit there looking at her like this. Really? You know, but I have, when I watch, the, when I watch a Super Bowl in my family room, um, I have a refrigerator that's about 40 feet from me. Okay. I have three different bathrooms I could go to if I have to. If I need a beverage, I have a mini fridge in the, in the kitchen also. I have everything. I have my own car in my driveway. I don't have to be there two to three hours before a game to find a parking space. I don't have to leave in the fourth quarter before an exciting game is over, just so I'm not stuck in a parking lot two hours after a game. There's no question. I'd much rather be sitting in front of my TV, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my wife. There's still what? How many hours did you say before the Super Bowl, Rob? Uh, 200 and uh, let's go. It's 245 and about 40, about 39 minutes. 245 so hours. What is wrong with you, Rob? What is wrong with you, man? A lot. How long? Week. How much time do you have, Barrett? Right. <laughs> so I still have from now to next Saturday, and I'm waiting for this for her to ask me, would I either like to have people over or go to a Super Bowl party? And it will be once again an emphatic no. I gave you your last one a few years ago. Didn't enjoy. I love the pe. I love the people we hang out with, but it's a party, you know. And these are guys who love Super Bowl, but they want to talk during the whole game. I don't want to talk. Yeah, yeah. In the perfect world, you know where I am, Rob, sitting right up here in my bedroom, watching the TV in my bedroom. But no, I can't even do that because I get the text. Hey, where are you? Why are you up there and not down here? Mm. I can't even do that. (laughs) I've got to make that concession, right? And I still miss certain things. And she'll say, well, you got replay. Why don't you replay it? Aha. Uh-huh. But when it's one of her programs that she has even taped, that, I can't say nothing. I have to yeah. let her know when I'm getting ice in the fridge. Okay. Okay. That's Why can't you wait till a commercial? No, huh? man. It's, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah, you're under some, some tough restrictions there. I get it. Um, I, I, look, I, I, I want to know you, Rob. Now, okay. You're, you, what do you do, Rob? So the answer is, I, 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 I could try to be different than you guys and give you something else, it, 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 but it would be, it would be disingenuous. I like to be home. I like to be watching the game. I like to be locked in. I like to hear what's going on. I want to hear reports of somebody's hurt, what they're saying, why this <laughs> happened. I want replays. Like the worst thing about Super Bowl parties, you get there's a lot of things going on. One. You have people who are there for the commercials, the worst kind of people. They're yep. not football fans. They're there for halftime and they're there for the commercials. I can't wait to see what Rihanna is wearing. And the food. Yeah. Right. And the right. Food. What's Rihanna yeah. wearing? And then, oh my God, the Pepsi commercial. And you're, I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care about any of this. Okay. I want to, I'm worried about the game, especially if it's my team. And don't walk by the TV. Don't start with your phone and playing your, you know, TikTok videos loud where I can't hear what's going on. Okay. I don't care what Mary said the other day. I don't care what's going on with her kids. I don't care during that time. You want to talk to me about that stuff? Talk to me after the game. 
So I want to watch the game. Okay. Now I don't mind if I have a group of like-minded people that are like dialed in on the game. Okay. That's cool. That's fine. We don't need a lot of small talk unless it's commercial, but I'm okay with that. But the problem is it's hard when you're in a group setting for everybody to be locked in, even if it is the Eagles or your team, it's tough to find that. That's the way I, it's gotta be, man. I can't have any nonsense when it's my team. Now, if the Eagles weren't in the Super Bowl and it was the Chiefs and the Rams or whoever, okay, whatever, then it's a different story. I don't care. It's a little lighter fare. Uh, that's where I could go out with my buddies. That's where I could go out to the bar. That's where I oh, don't care, from, you know, if people are talking about whatever. I'm okay with that. I'm okay if it's not mm-hmm. my team. I don't mind. But if it's my team, I want to be home and I want to be watching, especially football, especially football. Like, I watched the Phillies game. Uh, when they beat the Braves and, and Reese Hoskins had the back bat slam at a bar with a bunch of people and it was great. But I, when it's the Eagles, it's a different deal. I can't do it. Uh, I can't. I, I can't do uh, that. I can't watch it. I can't watch a um, like when I watch a national championship game. I can watch a national championship game. I'm out. But when I'm yeah. watching Eagles football, when I'm well, when I'm doing my job, right? It's hard for me to to work mm-hmm. around people. You know what I'm saying? Like even yes. in, even in the office. I don't like to really just, you know, sit back with people because I, and I don't want to think I'm an a hole. Yeah, but I'm 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 really focused on what you know what's going on. I really don't care what what you know anything else. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's going on. So I'm the same way. Like when I get into the studio uh, to do the post game uh, show for WIP, I I don't need a lot of yapping when I'm in there. Chart like I'm I'm not charting for fun. Trust me. It's not a blast <laughs> to have to get take down every freaking play and make a note of what's going on in that situation. I'm not doing it for kicks. I'm doing it for a reason. So I don't need somebody to come in and say, do you believe the equipment? I'm like, dude, shut the door, <laughs> hit the bricks. Anyway, right. I don't care if it was Houston playing Atlanta in a Super Bowl. I am not going to a Super Bowl party. It is the last meaningful football game of a season. Hmm. Okay. And I want to say I got to see everything that I wanted to see from that game. I've covered 11 Super Bowls, and I hate covering Super Bowls. I hate covering them. I don't care if it's my team or not. You know why? Because unless you're the the national media or the writers, the press box you would normally get in, you don't get in the press box. You put in these seats in the bowl of the stadium like other fans, and it's usually in a coffin corner of an end zone. So the only access to replay that you have is the jumbotron that everybody else is looking at. You cannot hear stats. You cannot hear historic stats referring to either team in the Super Bowl or, you know, um, injury updates, things like that. Now, when you're like us in TV, you're on the field, especially if you're you're doing live shots almost up hour, up like an hour or a little bit less before kickoff. So by the time you weave your way through the tunnel, get to an elevator and get up, you may be like 30, 35 minutes away from kickoff. Right Now you got to find your seat where you got to crawl over people to get in your seat in a lot of cases. And if you're in those seats in the bowl, very few. Now we'll say the last Super Bowl, the Eagles played, we actually got to be in the press box. But by the time I got to the press box, you're scrambling to get food. The food, the line is still long. So now it's getting closer to kickoff. Finally get to your seat. Every Super Bowl, they give media members a gift pack, okay? It's always one of those cheap plastic cushion seats to sit on. And they give you little trinkets like 
they'll give you a Super Bowl pin, which, by the way, you find out through the years, the older they become, they're worth more money when you get these mm-hmm. little pins, the metal pins. It'll say, what Super Bowl? Some of them will have the two teams, the two combatants on them. By the time you get to your seat, if you're not there two hours before kickoff, someone has ransacked your gift bag. Oh, you think I'm kidding? That's, that's, oh, it happens on, all the time. You they take you that, go bro. and the bag is laying there open. Your gift bag is laying. Oh, your your pen's gone. Now the la- the Eagle Super Bowl they gave out this really neat little. Uh, it was like a flashlight. The gun to get flashlight. Flashlight was gone. <laughs> and other people. Oh, it was like it was like somebody robbed the house because I look. I'm looking at them down Media Row, and there are a number of bags where stuff is missing. And yeah. then you see certain people walking in rows ahead of you, and they're, 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 they're on a scavenger hunt. So you know it's them doing it. So no they're doubt. grabbing as much stuff as they can if nobody's looking. What a low-life move, by the way. Come oh, on, yeah, because they're going to give it to one of their kids or their family members, somebody like that. They take your gift and leave you with nothing. I always end up throwing most of the stuff in the trash before I leave the stadium. Because that's, that's, that's wrong, man. The people yeah. do it. Now, these are the professional people, Bear. But yeah. usually, you know what it is? It's the people that are getting the Super Bowl experience for the first time. They're in the press box, and they want everything they can remember. They don't even take into consideration you're stealing somebody else's stuff that was yeah, given to weak. them, not you. It's weak. 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 But it happens weak. all the time, dude. Agreed. So, Agreed. I don't I, – I, I but that's 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 just me, though. I, I like to – I mean, I and it's not like I don't like – I don't dislike people. I like people, you know what I'm saying? But when I'm working, let, let me work. Like I'm not going I'm not going to go to your job and be trying to talk to you about something. Like mm-hmm. you I could literally when I'm watching the game look on my phone and I'll literally have 20 people text me the same question trying to see what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, there's only so many run the damn balls I can get to respond to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I, I I enjoy it. I enjoy people. I enjoy the whole atmosphere. But I just can't. I I can't do it, bro. I can't yeah. do it because I don't want to. I don't want people to think that I'm a bad dude. I hear you. But I, I start getting I, to a point where I start thinking like I'm a bad dude. Hey, look, I love my friend's circle, but there's limitations, and that's one of the few limitations. And then you get the people that want to stand in front of the TV. While the game's going, yeah, the whole conversation. That's a problem. No, 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 yep. no. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, that's going like, to be a real excuse problem. Me. Yep. Excuse yep. me. You know. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know. No, not acceptable. <laughs> so I told. So I told you guys. I have this fly trapped in my bathroom, right? Uh, until further notice, my son just comes out, takes a shower, leaves the bathroom door wide open. I see the family group cast to tell him to clean, keep the door closed. He comes strolling out like, you what? see, I can't make up this stuff. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what? I'm like, why did you close the door? What? Like, are you living in a cave? You on the family group text? Oh, man. Oh, uh, I just like that all the time, man. I mean, that dog. I got to tell my son, son, you go in the weight room. Put your weights up, man. Put your weights up, bro. It's, it's a small room anyway. Mm-hmm. Put your weights up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do the, use the dumbbell, put the dumbbell weights back up. And he's like, well, how do you know it's me? I said, Sanji is not lifting four, 40 pounds, <laughs> bench pressing four pounds um, with, with dumbbell weights. He's not going to uh, use the 40. She's not going to use the 50, son. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I look on the bar. The bar's on her. He's got, he's got, uh, he's got um, you know, two 45-pound plates on each side. I said, son, unrack the weight. 
and put the weight up. How you know it's me? Oh my god! Your mom's not benching two twenty. I mean, yeah. uh, two twenty-five. Yeah, you don't need to be a detective to figure this one out. Right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, son. Oh my! You finish with your shoes. You know, take your shoes because he gets in the sauna. He takes his shoes off, takes his socks off, and leaves them sitting right there. Yeah. Well, how, how, what do you mean? How? Now, so I, I tell him, go ahead and ask me how I know it's you because I see your <laughs> shoes sitting there and your socks. I don't want to see your dirty ass socks, bro. Put your <laughs> socks up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Clean up after yourself, man. Oh, he God. leaves us a, a massive wave of destruction everywhere. He goes, All right, <laughs> yeah. he's been yep. here. I got one of those. I got I got one of those. <laughs> you know, I, what I'm my, saying? My, my favorite is when you tell grown kids, put the dishes in the dishwasher. Oh, not the sink <laughs> in the dishwasher. Yep. The, the dish now the sink is exactly to open the door from the from the bowel of the sink is maybe 12 inches. 12 inches. The only time you don't put the dishes in this in the dishwasher is if the dishwasher is full of clean dishes and if it has it's running or if it's running. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's running yeah. like clockwork every day, 24, uh, 365 I days know. a year, once or twice a day, I put dishes in the dishwasher and you know why? Because they know, Oh, he'll do it eventually. Uh-huh. That's why. But yeah, I'm the bad guy. See, I don't mind being a bad guy. My wife is like, you know, you, you got to be careful with the words you say and how you say it to them. And, and I'm like, uh, see, I'm a, so basically you, I'm supposed to be a borderline stroke because I've got to be careful with what I say because yeah. grown folks in my house don't understand <laughs> that they're supposed to, this ain't no Airbnb, this ain't no bed and breakfast. You're supposed to do certain things that we do. So that's more on us, right? So I, yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to just bite my lip. Green and bear, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's you know, it's beautiful. This is therapeutic. We are, I'm helping, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is because you guys are the only guys I can talk to about this stuff. I know, man. That's why we're here in the chat room. In the chat room, too. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's get a timeout. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out something absurd. I go the, late, I'll be back. The, the latest absurd thing that that a a uh, a pundit slash current player had to say regarding the Eagles. We'll do that. When we come back, in addition to everything else that we have going on, there's a lot. We're going to dive into Chiefs. We're going to do a Hurts-Mahomes comparison. Uh, besides Jalen Hurts, who is the Eagles MVP, some little odds and ends regarding the uh, the Super Bowl as well. We have an update on what color the Eagles will be wearing. So we'll provide that to you when we come back. Gunner's going to go do some work, some extermination work. Yeah. Uh, I got to go close my Barrett's not going to no, go near the weight room or sauna because he doesn't want to get annoyed. And uh, – and we'll keep it rolling. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take on this. Oh, look out. Duck. All right. Let's talk a little Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because right, finding that right person can be really, really difficult and a challenging situation. But I found the right person who you can invest your hard-earned work for the future, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. You might have a small business and you're trying to set up your employee benefits. That's another resource that Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group can help you with. I know personally, I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers with Jim, and it was the absolute right move. It was a game changer for me. It will be for you as well. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751, or you could email him, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at Principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at Principal.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. 
Jesse Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Yes, we are. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Fellow friends, smash that like button. D-Gun, B-Brooks, R. Ellis. Three hours of power each and every single day. All right, so the Eagles will be wearing green, green jerseys, white pants, guys. The same colors that they wore in Super Bowl 52. I am down with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep rolling. I am good with the color selection for the birds. Where are you guys at with that one? Muted Gunner. What color? What uh, color is it again? Green, green, green. jerseys, white pants. Okay, that's All what right. they wore in, in, against the Patriots as well. So I'm good. Fine with they me. Had the option. They had the option. Yeah. I, I would have. I wish they would have wore all black mm. when they're looking like stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they could have done that. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Uh, but yeah, the Pats, will, the uh, Chiefs will wear uh, the white, the uh, the the white jerseys with the uh, red pants. So yeah, green for the Eagles and white for the Chiefs. All good on that end. All right, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Julian Love 
Giants defensive back was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network today and had this to say regarding Jonathan or uh, regarding Nick Sirianni. Quote, uh, he's in for a free ride now. You guys could coach this team. And the reference is there's so much talent there that anybody could handle this team, including the panel that he was sitting next to. Um, Now, I normally just sort of ignore this kind of stuff because I do think we get a little bit too uh, touchy and worried about what what others say kind of in general. But I will say this. um, When your team gets their ass spanked 38 to 7 and get completely dispatched where the game could have been like 54 to 7, I would bite my tongue if I'm Julian Love with, with making any comments about the opposing team's coach. Right. Kind of right. laughable to me, honestly. Come on, man. See, that's what I'm talking about. The, 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 the amount of disrespect that we have to endure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is going on, bro? All the time. It really is, man. It never stops. It's crazy to me. Like, dude, you just got killed. They eliminated you. They beat you three times this year. He got his ass kicked by all our receivers craziness there's no there's no self-awareness anymore man no, people just no. just spout crap out it, it, it's wild well I, I i'm going to take a little bit higher road and say i I'm, and i'm not disagreeing with what you said but i i maybe maybe is him giving a tribute to how this team was put together the most complete team in the NFL and they played like it and they took them to the woodshed. I'm going to, I'm going to look at it as like maybe a backhanded compliment. But, but Derek, uh, it wasn't what, though. You know. The context of it is they're showing, they were showing like Sirianni kind of mean mugging and reacting on the sidelines. Right. And right. the setup was like, basically, what do you think about him? And that's, that was what it was coming off of. It was a direct shot at mm. Sirianni, in my opinion. It was mm. a shot. At, it wasn't giving the Eagles roster praise or love. It was like, Trust me, anybody could do what that guy's doing. Like that's what it amounted to. So it wasn't. It wasn't reference to how the team is built and how 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 complete the team is on both sides. I mean, he was being complimentary to how good the team is, but it was more like, "What do you? I mean, give me a break. Anybody could do this, (laughs) like that." Tell you, man, I've said it once, and I'll say it a million times. And I've I've been Philadelphia over twenty six years. It's 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 amazing how this. This city, this fan base, this, these teams in this city continuously just get shunned by outsiders. I just, I've never seen, and I've lived coast to coast. I've never seen anything like this. It, it, you know, even when the teams have been down, people take shots at them. The teams are up, people take shots at them. Individually, collectively, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like this, to be honest. Yeah. Very weird. Very, I mean, very strange. I, I don't know, man. But he was the biggest. He was the biggest scrub out of all of them. You know what I'm saying? He wants to talk. Yeah. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. <laughs> it is very weird. It is very, very weird. Like, like there was another, and this is not an, an Eagles shot by any stretch. But I'm watching Sean O'Hara, who was another NFL Network uh, analyst, former Giant, longtime Giant, and they asked him about Tom Brady's retirement yesterday, and he says at one point. Hey, we're all going to remember where we were, like the JFK assassination or 9-11. Like, what? dude, dude, first what? of all, come on, man. Like, give me a break, even going there Please. with those two events, right? Please number tell one. me he didn't number say two, that. He did. And number two, the guy retired a year ago on the same date. Do you remember where you were then? And he came back a month later or whatever it was, 40 days later. 
it's just like, man, you stick a mic in front of some folks' faces. It's a, it's a dangerous thing. I'll just tell you that. And that's my dude too. We played together. Uh, I was in camp in, um, I was in camp in, in Cleveland. We were there for a little bit together there, but then we played a lot, played a year together and um with the Giants. Hmm. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Pretty sharp dude, man. And yeah, that I, was that wasn't too sharp though. But. No, that was uh oof. All right. Anyway, um a couple other odds and ends here. Uh I mentioned what the, the Eagles are gonna be wearing. They are one and a that line is is it one and a half now? It was two and a half. So the the money at least this week, the early portion of the week, uh has gone Kansas City's way. The over under is 50 and a half on the game as well. Carl Cheffers is the uh, is the lead official. The Eagles are seven and seven. Not much to read into that in games that he officiates. The Chiefs are 16 and seven when he officiates. Um, I don't get real cranked up on that, on that kind of stuff about the officials, unless there's a real trend there. But the way the schedule is going to work is they're going to do a walkthrough today. They'll practice Friday and Saturday. They'll fly to Arizona on Sunday, and they will land at 3 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Eastern. So 5 p.m. if you're in the Eastern time zone, which we are, uh, but they'll land in Arizona at 3 o'clock. So that, that's kind of the way that this mm. early portion of the week is going to kick off. Um, now, Barrett, you're heading head down Wednesday. Is that when you're flying out? Yes, so, heading out Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, so they'll, they'll uh, be a few days ahead of you, but that's when the Eagles will get out there. And again, Barrett, you've lived it. So, like, how nuts is it from the second that you land in, in the city? Is it just total time-consuming yeah, craziness? It, it, it will be. And, you know, those both coaching staffs are going to try to make things as um, as as uh, exactly the same as it was back when they were in, um, in Philly and in Kansas City. They want it to be exactly the same. They don't want they don't want to take them out of their schedule. They're going to make sure they stay in with the schedule, practice the same times, you know, go through walkthroughs, and you know they want it to be as as as, as like you know a, a business trip as they can go. Difference is a lot more demands as far as media coverage, people being there. Um, you'll you'll see like media day is on Monday, and the Eagles will have media day in the evening. And Big Red and those guys will have their media day in the morning. Right. So, you know, it's, it's <clears throat> a lot more demanding as far as your time, especially when you're a star. When you're a star, you 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 just don't have the time that everybody else has. You know, you you everybody's going to want a piece of you. Right. And, you know, right. and I think the families come in on Thursday or Friday, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So that's a little different. You know, um, back then my family came in earlier than that. Okay. You know what I mean? But you know, it's, they they want to keep it as it's you know, they want to keep it as close as possible to what they do on a regular, as opposed to it being, you know, this huge game. Okay. You know, so yeah, I got you. Hey, hey, good news here. Um, the I never thought I'd say this, but the window, the practice window, uh, for Aaron Sippos has opened up. So, uh, chance we may see him. I don't know. You know, we'll see. But he, he could be back. That is a possibility. Mm. <laughs> The same. There's uh you know, why you guys were talking. Yeah. Was there ever a time D Gun and, and, and Rob that you no. guys would, would want supposed to be that name just roll off your tongue? Shame on <laughs> us. <laughs> Dad mouthing Sippos. 
That's what you guys get for that's what you guys get for bad mouthing him. (laughs) And what you got stuck with was Kern. And now you're 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 salivating over the prospects of Sippos coming back again. Shame on both of you for trashing Sippos the way you did throughout the season. I was the only one who defended him. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's it's getting deep. (laughs) It is getting deep in here, man. But but you uh while you guys were talking, you know, me always looking for research stuff here. Um, you were talking about color combination schemes and how it might affect play. And yeah. I, I just came across a story out of Fox four in Kansas city. It was uh, posted July 31st. And I guess it was updated because here it is February 2nd. And, and they're talking about Eagles wearing their traditional green. So it's talking about how could the chiefs break out their white on white uniforms once again, Um the Chiefs have already uh, confirmed one half of the uniform, which will be the white jersey, obviously, because Eagles are wearing dark. Uh, and then it goes on to say, I can't believe this. It's the first time since Super Bowl one that the Chiefs will wear their white jerseys in a big in the big game. Oh, wow. They've always had really? the red jerseys in the big game. Now they've been to how many Super Bowl? I know. Let's see, one in the early late sixties. Two with two with Andy. Two right? with Andy. So this is the fourth. They won time. one. Didn't Hank Stram win one? He won one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, so they've Back been to the what day? five Super Bowls? Jeez, really? Um, let's see. And the story goes on to talk about how, uh, where is it here? Uh, the Chiefs are 17 and 13, white on white uniforms, in the 30 times they've worn them since 2000, in uh, according to Gridiron Uniform database. Jeez. Uh, let me see, and, and it's and I'm like, you know, people. People put a lot of stock into this stuff, man. Um, they do, man. They sure do. All right, Super Bowl uh, champion. They won it in 69, which was Super Bowl four, And they won yep. it in 19, okay? Which they was won it when? Uh, in 1969 okay. and 2019. They, they won it those two years. Um, okay. So they've been there, what, 19 – 20, they lost, right? That was the game that they lost where the offensive line was all banged up. And now this mm. year, and then 69. So this would be the fourth, okay. right? My math is correct, I think. My yes, you're, you're, you're correct, right. sir. Uh, let's see, the Chiefs were uh, – So they could. I mean, it's conceivable the other three times they wore red, right? I mean, it's not, not crazy. Bro, I don't care what they wear. They're going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> this is what happens when there's a bye week. We start digging into, into uniform stats. It's, 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 it's driving me crazy, man, because 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 that's that's what we do. That's all we do is talk about it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah. I'll never I'll never not have enough to talk about when it comes to football. I mean, I could talk about football all day. Right. I'm sitting there just glancing as we're as we're doing a show. I'm, I'm looking at the all 22, you know, of, of um, Cincy Chiefs now. And what I'm looking at, man, is, is, is yeah, give me dude, something here. Give me something to, to hang my hat on here. They play a lot of tight one-on-one coverage. We don't get that type of coverage much at all. I mean, they run, they run, um, they run, um, a lot of, uh, no backs. I mean, uh, no backs. I mean, uh, you know, uh, when you, when you have no back in there, they run yeah. zero, zero coverage, zero coverage. They're going to bring every, they're going to bring the house. We don't get that. We don't get that because we don't have they, they nobody will do that and 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 help Jalen good at get out the pocket. You know, when you do that, you either get to Jalen for a big play or he's gonna take you for a big play. Because when you do that and you go man to man and they play a lot of man to man, 
it opens up Jalen being able to go out there and run because everybody's back is turned that are covering everybody. And once he gets past that initial wave mm-hmm. of the blitz guys blitzing and the offensive line blocking the, the, the tackles, he's free, wide open to run as far as he wants to because the middle of the field opens up number one. Number two, all the DBs, linebackers, and safeties are covering people. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. And then you have two rookies, two rookies starting on the outside. Mm-hmm. I, 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 bruh, this could be this could be a shellacking if 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 they try to go in with the same game plan they went in against uh, Cincinnati. Wow, it could it could be it could really be bad, man. Because you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that against um. You can't do that against Jalen Hurts. He's too good. Number one, of picking up the blitz. If you go zero coverage, he could pick the blitz up. That's number one. Number two, once you turn your back to him, he can run, and he's a good enough athlete. He can run down the field and make some big, big plays. So I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think about, you know, how they're going to go about doing this. How in the heck are they going to go about playing man to man? Well, will they keep Taylor? that same strategy against the Eagles? I, I don't know. That's I mean, what it, they do. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. a point. I don't know. Because well, the, it's you know, worked, think about it's it. worked to the point they won 16 games. Right. Well, so the two things on the Bengals, they have great receivers too. However, yep. they know that their offensive line was banged up. Maybe they felt like they could get home and, and be more effective against that offensive line. That's exactly what they, line. that's exactly what they thought. But, but now but they did the, the same thing against it, Yeah, but they did yeah. the same thing against Jacksonville too. They've done the same thing all season. And they almost lost you know? to Jacksonville because of it. Yeah, almost, they almost did. But you and, know, and, that's and, what they're going to do. Hurts is a better runner and a, uh, yep. he's a better runner than, um, yeah, then, uh, Lawrence, and, and, and Lawrence ran a lot. Yep, yeah, he did. Wow, yeah, he did. Oh, here's a stat. Here's another meaningless stat: thirty-six out of fifty-six Super Bowls have been won by teams wearing uh, white white jerseys, but both the Chiefs and the Eagles won Super Bowls in recent years wearing the non-white jerseys. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, all right. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Um. All right, question. We 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 visit. I want to revisit this because we talked about this earlier in the year, and I think it's interesting now that the season's over, and you know we got we got a couple games of uh, playoff games under our belt too. But the question I have for you guys is, if you exclude Jalen Hurts, simply because it's just such an obvious answer, who's the Eagles MVP? And I'll ask you this: mm-hmm. Is it immediately do you say Hassan Reddick, and then there's nobody else, or do you put Kelsey? Do you put Lane Johnson into that mix? Do you put Gardner Johnson into that? You know, in, into the fray. Hargrave, who got double digit sacks from this from the tackle position. Brown, AJ Brown, AJ Brown, certainly worthy of discussion here. Um, is it a no brainer, Reddick, or is it thought if, if you exclude Hertz? I think it's a no brainer, Reddick. If you if, if 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 you can't use Hertz, then it's a no brainer, Reddick. But then if you say, all right, if it's no brainer, Reddick, and a no brainer, Hertz. Then it gets pretty complicated because then there's a lot of directions in which you can take it. Then, mm. I mean, the play that we've had from from the secondary, you know, has been great. The play from linebacker has been great. The play from the offensive line has been great. Mm-hmm. Play from the defensive line has been great. So, I mean, that's that's really tough, you know. I mean, it is it is an embarrassment of riches. It's just we need everybody playing like that at the same time, and they're finally starting to play like that at the same time, and that's the biggest thing. There was two, there was people hurt during periods of the season, 
which didn't allow you to give your your full um, full array of weapons that we have. Mm. You know, say defensively and offensively. Yeah. You know, it was. I mean, imagine those games that we didn't have Dallas Goddard, but it helped us because we learned how to play without Dallas Goddard. We learned how to play um, without Hurts. We learned how to play. You know, yeah, CJ Gardner Johnson, uh, Maddox. Exactly. So you know, it, it kind of made it a stronger team because it made you think outside the box and show you what what else you have in the fold. You know, I mean, we would have known really what we had in in um you know in Gainwell if you know if, if you look at Sanders and Sanders wasn't you know bruised and bumped up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he was healthy enough to play, but they didn't want to put that much pressure on him, so they allowed those two other guys. You know, Scott and gain well to take some reps and they saw some stuff in them. They're like, all right, we can add him to the, to the whole, you know, the whole offense now. Mm-hmm. So who do you go? That's tough, man. That's really tough. Cause uh, me personally, it, I, I'm an offensive alignment. So, you know, I would have to go with, with uh, Jason Kelsey. Mm. I think you got him. <clears throat> If it, it, it's it's more the same, if you have to include Reddick, then I think it's a slam dunk. It's Reddick. Okay. okay. If I don't have to include Reddick as well as Hurts, I have to give it to Lane Johnson, because what he has been able to do as an offensive lineman is is just jaw dropping, not giving up a sack in two years, and still fighting through an injury he's going to have to have surgery for, at the conclusion of this season. And he still hasn't given up a sack in two playoff games as well. <laughs> and he admitted on this show, he admitted on this show yesterday the pain he's dealing with this thing. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know, you can you mentally you can tolerate pain so much, but guess what? When you get a sudden surge of pain, it distracts you momentarily. Mm-hmm. You battle that, you know, to try you you press on it, you you favor it. Not, not this dude. Not, not not this dude. He just keeps fighting through it, man. And yeah. as much as I want to say Kelsey, because of what Kelsey has done this season and the way he has has set the, has set the tone for that line of scrimmage, I just can't overlook what Lane Johnson has done over the body of his work and after coming out of of dealing with depression. And as you know, depression just doesn't go away. We didn't right. even ask him, and I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about it, if he's been battling it again this year. You know, I, I, you, I, I, you, I didn't ask. Uh, I thought of it. And I didn't either. want to. Yeah. I just didn't want to put exactly. him in a bad position. So and I, I left I it alone before. Re- yeah. Me too. But yeah. So you, he's still battling that. You know, yep. you look at a Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins has written a book about it. Brian Dawkins talks about it when he public speaks. Brian Dawkins is in his late 40s and he still battles it, but he's found a way to overcome and, and control it. Yep. So it, it's not like it just disappears. No, it doesn't so go away. It's you, you no. deal with it daily. It's just the way you deal no. with it. And, yeah. You have good days, good weeks, good months, good years, and some you don't. And here's yep. Lane Johnson still the best at what he does, dealing with that on top of an injury that will require surgery. Not possible surgery. It will require surgery, and it's completely torn. Yeah, incredible. Because so I, I'm with I, you guys. I, I yeah. want to say Lane. You know? Yeah, like everybody say, if, if you you could make a if, you made a case to me for I, I would go Reddick as well. Let me just answer. But I, if you, you you laid out everything you just laid out, Derek, about Lane Johnson, I'm not arguing with you. You know what I'm saying? If that's if you right. if you came that that hard, if you came that hard with Kelsey, frankly, if you came that hard with a guy like Hargrave, who I, I think has been mm-hmm. awesome this year, I could I could see a case for any of those guys. Well, I mean, 
a guy that's a game changer who, who's really taking this season over. And we, and just because, you know, these last two playoff games, he hasn't done a lot. But we're talking about a game changer in A.J. Brown. I mean, yeah. we can't just put what he's done these last two games, dictate what we think about him. He has been the linchpin of this entire season mm-hmm. with opening up the offense. He starts all that. Yeah. He's the cog that starts all that stuff with, you know, the offense. His ability for big plays is unbelievable. Think of how many you know catches of, of 30 yards or more he has. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a definite weapon. You know, how many times has he thrown he's taken a slant play and, and just kept the chains moving? You know, or 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 I mean, look at the catch he had to keep the chains moving. Uh, you know, with the with the one to shoestring catch. Yeah, I mean, great was, low on a low throw. Yeah, right. I, I think he, he's instilled a confidence too. Like there's a swag. Yes. that A.J. Brown brings that they didn't necessarily have. And, that, and you know, it's tough with Devontae being a rookie last year, but I think that's that's a big element, too. There's a calmness, like, all right, we got this. We got that guy on our side that I think mm-hmm. A.J. Brown brings to the table. Yeah, you're right. Hey, BG responded. Brandon Graham speaking today, and he responded to the, uh, the Julian Love, anybody could coach this team, basically. He said, quote, people say all types of crazy stuff when they're at home. It doesn't carry any weight. So he responded. There you go. Him. All right, there's a BG there jumping in there. By the way, if you missed any of our interview with Lane Johnson, just go to jacobsports.com or uh, our Jacob Sports YouTube channel, of course. That's there as well. Um, so I I didn't get a chance to to hear it because we've been on the air, obviously, but another clip that's gone viral, and I don't even know, I'm assuming that this is uh, Jonathan Gannon. So I guess it's before the game or some other time. I don't know all the mm. context of it. You guys might. But he's outside of the Wells Fargo Center on right on Broad Street, and it looks like he's either heading into the game or headed to the NovaCare Complex, and he pulls up in his car. <laughs> um, and he basically says, we're, we're going we're gonna to effing gut them, referring to the 49ers. He rolls down his window, and he maybe he's saying it to a 49ers fan who's taunting him or something, but he threw that out there right out the window, uh, said that Jonathan Gannon did. So, oh, we have it? All right, here, yeah. here it is. Here you go. Let's fucking go! Let me hear it again, Z, if you can. Let's fucking go! Okay. <laughs> so that was probably Eagles fans before the game, yeah. you know, kind of cheering them on, and then he says we're going to bleeping gut these guys. Yeah. How about that for all you Gannon haters? Yeah. Huh? Get on that can wagon. My man's yeah. a badass. Dude, and he's job and he's driving a G wagon. <laughs> he got a little swag to him. Yeah, he's got bro. a little. That's a little swag move. Yeah, right in a little G wagon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gut these I think guys. you'll Let's be back go. next season. I think you'll be back next season. I oh, already said as much. So yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I think you. I think you'll be back. Um, you know, Steichen seems to be getting to play now, not so much Gannon, uh, in terms of the job potentials. It does seem, and that's like good that, for yeah. the Eagles. You know, yeah, it is. Yep. You know, all all the people who won again and gone are now all of a sudden turning over a different leaf. Yeah. It's the same way it's the same way this fan base felt about Andy Reid early in his tenure, Doug Peterson early in his tenure. You know, it's part of the course. Think, we just think they're just gonna automatically step down off the airplane and just be, you know what I'm saying, who they're who they're gonna be. Yeah, yeah, you know, from the giddy up. It's not how it works, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish it did work like that. Yeah, yeah but you're it right. Just doesn't. You're right. Uh, so, th- Chiefs update. So, three guys who won't practice today. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster still has knee swelling. 
He won't practice. Nicole Hardman's got a pelvis injury. He won't practice. Kadarius Tony will not practice today either, although he's close. Uh, he's got an ankle issue. So all three of those wideouts who got banged up in the game on Sunday for them, as well as uh, mm-hmm. Legereus Sneed. He's got a, he, he's, uh, a concussion, so he's in concussion protocol. So for whatever it's worth, those guys aren't practicing uh, yet, as of yet. So that's kind of where we're at uh, with this stuff. Jalen Hurts on how his shoulder is feeling. Quote, I'm getting there. I've made it clear this whole time. It's something I'm dealing with. Says it's getting better with time. So that's uh, that was Jalen. Again, a couple, a couple Eagles coaches and players uh, meeting with the media today. So we'll keep you posted on what they have to say as we go here, guys. All right, so we're going to come back. We'll do a little, speaking of Jalen Hurts, we'll do a little Hurts and Patrick Mahomes comp. And we'll look at some of the quality wins and some of the losses for the Chiefs this year as well. we got a lot in store for you. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, we're going to talk about pro-action restoration. Yes, pro-action restoration are the people you reach out to if your home, your business, or a property you own goes through the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage. You name it. Any of the above and or then some. All right, so pro-action restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week. That means holidays. That means nights. That means weekends. I can tell you from personal experience, I called them on a Saturday. They got right after my parents' house. They cleaned up a massive problem with flooding in their basement. The crew was professional. The price was right, and the crew was clean. It was a really, really wonderful experience, I can tell you. Uh, They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro-action will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. So if it's water, if it's fire, if it's smoke, it's mold remediation, you name it, they can help you with it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missinelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. Hour number two of the show. Good to see you. Thanks for hanging. We do appreciate it. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. As we gear up, we are only 10 days away from that Super Bowl. That is for sure. Um, all right, guys. So let's look at uh, let's look at Mahomes and, and Hertz here. And we know how established Mahomes is. Perennial MVP, Super Bowl champion. You know, just an elite, elite player, that's for sure. And I think Jalen Hurts really emerged this year in a lot of people's eyes um, as, as a force to be reckoned with. You know, showed you some signs last year, but really took it to a different level this season. So I, I'm not comparing accomplishment by in any, any way, shape, or form. Just looking at what they've both done this year, statistically and just kind of a feel with your eyeballs. So passing – now keep in mind, Hurts did miss two games and played the last game, you know, really where they weren't. Going all in, but nonetheless, Mahomes, 5,250 passing yards. Jalen Hurts, 3,701 touchdowns. 41 in the air for Mahomes, 22 in the air for Hurts. 12 interceptions for Mahomes, just six for Hurts. Completion percentage, very close. 67 for Mahomes, 66.5 for Hurts. 105.2 passer rating for Mahomes, 101.6 for Hurts. Now, obviously, with the legs is where Hertz really has the the numbers here. 760 rushing yards for Hertz, 358 for Mahomes, 13 touchdowns on the ground for Hertz, four for Mahomes. So Mahomes, 45 touchdowns total. Jalen Hertz, 35 touchdowns total. Six interceptions for Hertz, 12 interceptions for Mahomes. Um, knowing full well how just dynamic Mahomes is. How close are these two now? Are they in a conversation? Can you even have a conversation where they're comparable? Or is Hurts just not there yet in your estimation? Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell the truth. I don't think that he's there yet. I mean, you look at those numbers, man. Damn. You know, and you don't – when you talk about MVP, it's more than just numbers. It's what you bring for the team. Well, I can't say not even just bringing it for the team, but what bringing it for the NFL – you know, his ability to be, a, you know, a draw and, and, and people love Mahomes. He's, bro, that's that's, that's MVP level type of stuff, bro. So mm-hmm. he, when you look at it, and he is he is great, great. But it still doesn't diminish how great Jalen Hurts has been. What he means to this team and this organization. Mm. What he's now meaning to the future of the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? You can't downplay any way in any way how great Jalen is also. Mm. 
So in his own right, he's definitely up there as far as his brand. He's getting there. He's not there yet, but he's getting there with Patrick Mahomes. But man, five thousand yards. Come on, man. It's it just without Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, like, right, I, I'm right. with you. Like, like all what Hertz has done is incredible. But I'm sorry, I can't comp him to Patrick Mahomes yet, man. I, it, it, he is not there yet. There's just there's there's a lot to love with where this is headed. Um, I love. He was asked today. Hertz was, you know, his best play of the season. And you know what Hertz's answer was? Season's not over yet. Like, how great is that? That is so. <laughs> that is so him, right? Um, but anyway, yeah, not. Sorry, not with this guy. This guy is a whole different beast. But how about you, Gunner? There are a lot of things that Patrick Mahomes does you cannot teach a quarterback. You know, that's just a guy's gift, some of the things he's able to do with the football in his hand. Now, you can mold him into a, a better version of what he is, but the, some of the things he does, and, and when you think you've seen everything, he brings something else to the equation. <coughs> it's, it tells you that this is a guy who's not satisfied with who he is. At the age of 27, he's already won an MVP. He's in his third Super Bowl. He's had his best passing yard, yards-wise, of his young career. And he's done it, as you just said, because I was thinking about it, without that guy named Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> I mean, think about this. His best passing season ever without Tyreek Hill to throw yeah. to. They bring in a bunch of guys off the street. Now, obviously, he's got the best tight end in the game. But they bring a bunch of guys in off the streets who are afterthoughts with other teams and put them in roles here, and they still excel, still find a way to win 14 games, and still find a way to get to the Super Bowl. He doesn't always make the right plays, but he makes the plays at the right time. He always finds a way to make a play at the right time. Yeah. And it's usually an unconventional play when he does it. Yes. Who flipped the ball over his hand? Who throws underhanded? Who throws sidearm when you got a rush bearing down on you? Who throws sidearm like this around a guy and hits the target that you're looking for? And you, you don't, you don't, you can't teach a lot of this stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. You know, so Jalen Hurts is on an accelerated course in terms of getting to where Patrick Mahomes is, but he's not quite there yet. I mean, what Jalen Hurts has done, the transformation he's made in one year from one year to the next is nothing short of phenomenal. And hopefully Jalen will get that hardware like Patrick Mahomes has gotten. But right now, Patrick is still that dude in the NFL. When you talk about the elite of the elite, Patrick Mahomes is that dude at 27 years old. Yeah. I, he, I, he's the best off schedule quarterback, you know, maybe we've ever seen. I, and I, I don't know if Shoot. I'm overstating that, but he's right there. Um, Cannon mobility, Smarts. Now, the, the the one area you can knock him a little bit is he'll throw some picks. I mean, twelve he is will. not it's not you know anything anything you can overlook. So, if you're the Eagles, you need to be opportunistic because he trusts himself so much that he'll make some throws that are that are gambles, right? They're risks. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the Eagles were a good team at taking the ball away this season, so that's an area maybe mm -hmm. you know. And and it's one of the great things about Hurts uh, is he does not rarely ever turns the ball over. As much as he has it in his hands, running and throwing, there's not a lot of giveaways from Jalen Hurts. So that's a that's a yeah. it's a great trait Huge that plus. he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge but plus. this is but this this is different. I mean, this is not Brock Purdy and Daniel Jones. With all due respect to what the Eagles have done, it's a huge, huge 
step up in class for sure. Now, how healthy is that high ankle sprain? Because the medical experts say a high ankle sprain usually takes six to eight weeks to heal. He didn't look like he was too far off in that game against Cincinnati, especially when he stepped up in the pocket and threw it off one leg. Now, he may not be able to, to spin as much as he does. You right. Know, but, but he can still buy time. He's smart enough to know how to buy time on that, on that bad ankle. So mm-hmm. He'll still have that we'll go. He'll, they'll put enough go-go juice in him, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like the combination of, I mean, like the combination of, of special vitamins and adrenaline, yes. you know, he's not going to be hundred percent. You saw it in the game you know, Sunday night, but like, I'm not counting on that being, I, I know he may not be able to do as much as he can usually do, but I'm not, be, I'm not hanging my hat on this guy can't move in the pocket. I don't buy it. No, no. I mean, there may be limitations, you know, yeah. um, cause it's going to be heavily taped. And that might affect his mobility to, to a certain degree. But yeah. there are a lot of numbing agents, vitamins, juice that you can put in that body to put that thing to sleep for about three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it falls off after the game, so be it. You got seven months to get ready for the next season. Yeah. You know, but the fact that he came back in that game against Jacksonville and finished off that game on one ankle yeah. and then turned around and limped through that Bengals game. And he still took off. And had one of the biggest plays of the game. He took off and ran for a first down. Right. Right. No, when he had to have it, he went, it was there. You know, when he had to have it, worst case scenario. Yes. Yeah. So the Eagles better not fall asleep thinking they got this dude right where they want him dead to rights because he's going to take off and he's got an extra week to get ready. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, this is that you're right, Derek. That extra week is big, man. It's big. This comes down to like any other game. You got to get home, you got to finish him. If you let him get out of the pocket, is where he loves to operate. And that's where he and Kelsey are so dangerous. So you got to get him and bring him down. And the Eagles are the best team in football at that, but they have to be in the best the best team in football at that this week coming up or, you know, a week from Sunday. He's got to be that guy. And they got to be that team. So you, have, you have four key weapons on offense for the, Charger, uh, for the Chiefs limping right now. You know, three receivers, three primary receivers and a quarterback, franchise quarterback limping right now. How many – well, we know the quarterback will be there, but how many of those other weapons will be there as well? You know, that remains to be seen. And, and that's why, you know, if you remember a few years they decided to have the Super Bowl one week after the, the conference championship games? You know, from, from, a, from a fan perspective, I'm so glad they went back to – as much as we hate it because of what we do is talk about this stuff daily, I'm yeah. so glad it got, it's gone back to having a two-week grace period to let bodies heal up and get ready for the biggest game and the final game of a season. That's right. what I, that's what my Super Bowl was. Yeah, one you goal. had the rare one, that rare one. Yeah, yeah. we played yeah. on Saturday. Played on Saturday. We were on the plane going to uh, going to uh, Detroit on Sunday, Sunday night. So yeah, man, it it was, it, it it blew. It blows doing it that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you didn't. You, you really didn't get a chance to prepare for it. As soon as we got back from beating up Dallas, I mean, uh, beating up um, Denver, flew back, had a meeting. As soon as we touched down, we had a meeting saying what we needed to do and how we needed to go about doing what we're doing. Um, when we could bring our family up and all that, you know, taking care of the ticket situation. Everything was done so fast that you know mm-hmm. you really didn't have time to enjoy mm-hmm. um, 
enjoy, you know, the, the, the being in the Super Bowl. Right. So, you know, plus we were in cold behind. I was going to say, the one Super Bowl you get to be in, B. Brooks, you got to go to Detroit in the middle of the winter. The one I get, the only one I get to cover. Yeah. Is in Minnesota. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I've been cursed to be up north, man, because Philly, Detroit, mm-hmm. Green Bay, Giants, <laughs> Steelers. Yeah. That's crazy, you right? Get a, you don't even get a Super Bowl in San Diego, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Miami, Tampa. This is the first time in Phoenix, man. It's my first time, bro. So I'm, I'm anxious to, you know, spend more. Because, I mean, I played there. I never, I never really kicked it. I played there and I covered games there. But I never had a chance to really enjoy Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to go to this. I, I I can't wait to go ahead and and um and uh partake in the the, the cuisines down there. Mm. You know what's that steak steakhouse you told me to go to? Forty four. Steakhouse forty four. I'll make sure I try to. Yeah, a lot it. of great, a lot of great Mexican restaurants there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I can only imagine. You try the chicken. <laughs> try the chicken. Man, man, don't man. You know what? You ain't never lie in my house. You go to another steakhouse <laughs> and get chicken. <laughs> Uh, all right. Let me the, reason, the reason why I did that, though, seriously, the reason why I did it because I I had the what? chicken there before. That's why I did. I told you that. Later like Dickens, on. you did. Yeah, yeah. I had the chicken and Dickens before, and uh, because that because remember I let you taste it too. You like, you did. It oh, was damn, good. B. Brooks, I understand. <laughs> you said damn. Yeah, I, I see why it you did good. it because it, it's it's awesome, man. Because I had it before, it was awesome, man. It was yeah. awesome. I don't go to a steakhouse for fish or chicken. I don't go to a fish house for for chicken. <laughs> Uh, for a steak, and I don't go to a chicken house for fish or or, or or steak either. You know, there's a reason why they specify what they are, and I want to make sure I get the best of what they have to offer in that regard. But, you know, we had a producer named Neil Slotkin, who we traveled with for years. Great writer, great producer, great insight. Everywhere we went. huh? He's been at the job a couple of times for this past six months. Yeah. Everywhere we went on road trips, he had to have chicken. He got to a point. Sometimes we ditch him because we got tired of him ordering chicken at Mexican restaurant, steak <laughs> uh, ch- at steakhouses, seafood joints. First thing you say on the menu, so waiter, waitress come over. Um, how was your chicken prepared? I mean, man, man, get up from the table. Just get up. Just go. Just leave. <laughs> you had to have chicken, man. Yeah, your but- boy John Clark, the John Clark, he loves him a good steak, man. Oh, that dude, he's yeah, man. That dude, he, he's looking. He's looking for the best steakhouse he can find every city he goes to. Yeah, you know, I ain't mad at him. You know, but then then you get to there's occasionally you get a you you get disappointed. You go to a steakhouse because you've heard, you know, anytime we go to New City, we always ask the best people to ask is the concierge in the hotels, yeah, because they know where everything is. And plus, a lot of times they have a hotel will have a connection with a restaurant that if you send X amount of people from your hotel, will take care of them. So there's been places that we've been, we've gone that are famous places um, that you normally couldn't get in unless you booked a, a spot a week ahead of time. They'll make concessions for you because the hotel is sending them there. But then right. there are other places you go and you hear about a place and it's like, this is the best. I've been to a couple steakhouses that were supposed to be decent that were like, I will never go back there again. Steak's mushy. It doesn't have the char marks on it the way you like it. The flavoring and the seasoning is not right. And even when they give you the horseradish sauce to, to dip your steak in, if you if you so desire, doesn't taste right. And it's mm-hmm. like really, 
That's, that's it. Okay, you get one and done. That's it. Done. Done with you. Um. All right. So good wins for the Chiefs. Bad wins for the Chiefs, or bad losses, or whatever. However you want to put it. So. They beat the Jags 27-20. They beat the Bengals 23-20 in the playoffs. Uh, both good wins, for sure. Both teams who are playing well. Jags coming off the great upset. Bengals had their number. Bengals had beaten them three straight. Both good wins. Regular season, some of these are debatable. They 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 beat the Chargers twice. Beat Tampa Bay, who was a playoff team. They beat San Francisco, who was a playoff team. They beat Tennessee, who wasn't a playoff team, but was eh. They beat Jacksonville and during the regular season, who was a playoff team. So there's in Seattle. So there's some pretty good wins there, right? Losses at the Colts week three, home to the Bills week six, at the Bengals week 13. Yeah, they had the same record the Eagles had. They were 14 so and three. Two to three losses were legit, legit losses. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. The only one you could say is the Colts. And then you look at the Eagles, they yeah. lost to the yeah. Saints in, the, in Washington, who didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. You know, this stuff happens during the regular season. Yeah, there, no, yeah. There, there's not a lot of letdown with this Kansas City team. They're, they had they have continuity. They've had Bienemy and Spagnola there for a while. Andy's been there for a while. Mahomes has been in place for for a good amount of time. They've had some turnover at the receiver position. You know that much we know. They've done a good job drafting, which is Ooh. a really big part of their success. I mean, th- what is it three? Three on offense, four on defense from the last year or so out of the draft contributing. Like that's a lot. Two year two years or less experience. And if you couple in a several players with three years or less experience, this is a really young team that somehow, some way find found a way to win 14 regular season games against decent competition. Mm-hmm. You know, and it being their draft, you know, we we hone in on Philadelphia, but their draft, they got they 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 hit it, they hit a home run with their draft this past year. In terms yeah. of players who stepped up and contributed right away for him, mm-hmm. we have three rookies. I mean, think about it: McDuffie, uh, the, the DN Carlofis, and uh, McDuff. Um, what's his name? Pacheco. Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco. Yep. Yep. Have been in mon- in monumental in their success this season. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't happen often, you know. But kudos to them. I mean, obviously, you know, they're, they're drafting and scouting staff do a good job of finding these players that they want to fit their system. No yeah, question. That, and that's me. Brett Veach and Andy are, are really in a zone right now. Yeah, they are, are connected in this on the same page, right? Barrett. I mean, these guys yeah. that, that they're getting are not just coming in here and giving them a little bit. They're giving them a lot. Right. Right. I mean, they have been masterful at getting these guys to play at a high level, man. I mean, to go out and get uh Trent McDuffie um, in the first, and you got George Kalathis in the first, that, you know, one of those draft picks they get from the trade right. of trading, uh, you know, the cheetah. Mm-hmm. And then you turn yeah. right back around and you're able to get guys, you know, Pacheco to go in and, and play it. He's a seventh rounder. Crazy. In fact, both their seventh rounders right now are starting. Pacheco wow. who's from, from Rutgers. And then you got um, Jalen Watson, who's from Washington yeah. State, cornerback. And, I mean, this this – it's a big kid. I mean, he's slow as pond water, but he plays aggressive. Mm-hmm. He's six foot one, two hundred and two pounds. Um, it's gonna be a good matchup with him and him and AJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hope I hope they mess around and think that he can cover him one on one. I really pray that they, he think that. He, Do you think that's the approach they're gonna take, Barrett? It's yes, because just... <clears throat> he he comes from the same. He comes from Jimmy Johnson's tree. They're gonna blitz. And they're going to lead those guys. 
one on one, and that's just not that's just not smart to me to play an Eagles team one on one on the outside, man to man coverage. Yeah, especially when you have two dominant wide receivers, two contrast contrasting styles. You know, Smitty, man, Smitty is a great route runner. He creates separation with his quickness and his route running. He understands body movement. He goes up and he can he can contort his body into different ways to catch the ball, mm-hmm. always at, a, at the highest point. Um, then you got the you know the guy that's gonna go out there and Debo your um you you know make your make your cornerbacks look small in AJ Brown. Um, then you got to have somebody that's gonna be able to cover. You know Dallas Goddard in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Can a man a man? I like their I like I like um, Nick Bolton, but he can't do it by himself. Uh, right now, Willie Willie Gay is not playing. He's he's hurt right now. I don't know if he is gonna play. Schneed's hurt also, so we'll see. Um, Brian Cook kind of you know tweaked something. Who's another rookie, a second rounder uh, that's that's playing. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio. Get some reps also in the, in the slot. Um... I, I just I don't know. I mean, how, how can you how can you do that? Then up front, Frank Clark and Jones, they're doing all right. Kalaf is doing all right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they'll have a direct influence on our offensive line. You know, I, I know Frank Clark can be handled by both Malata and Lane and Kalaf is also. Right. The wash. The only guy that we have to think about, you know, Chris Jones is is is, is that good. That you got to figure out where he is. Mm-hmm. You have to. And he yeah. plays everywhere on that D-line. He plays it in, three technique, nose. He's good. He's but, Yeah, I mean, he, he's Bosa. He, he's yep. he, in, in terms of, like, the guy that you have to figure out or else he'll kill you. He's, he's better hey, than Bosa. Hey, yeah. Hey, B. Brooks, um, you know, you were talking about places you want to try, the local cuisine, and John Dickerson has the perfect place for you to try. He says it's uh, Dirty's Topless Sports Bar and Grill in Phoenix, $7 steak and fries. <laughs> $7? That's not a bad deal. 
You might be spending your man, money on, on on other things in there. I ain't looking, man. I ain't spending seven dollars on no steak. You spend seven dollars on a steak. You know what you get? Something that was under a car tire in the middle of a hot Arizona. True, desert but you're road. saving up your your dollar bills for something else. It might be. It might be good too. Yeah, okay, nothing go like ahead. just making entertainment, yeah, go bro. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, man. All right. What is is the wife going out to Arizona too? You know it. Huh? You know it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. He won't go be ahead going there. Find out if you had dirties. Go ahead. I want to see that when you come back. Dirties will be big, on the menu with a big bubble on your eye the next week. No, no, he'll be in cleanies <laughs> if, if that's the case. Uh, that's for hey, sure. hey, look, look, hey, Barkan, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh uh, let's go. Let's go to Cyclops Brooks. I mean, Bear Brooks live on the scene. Bear, what yep. happened to your bubble eye? <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Uh, all right, so, on that so, note. So you say seven dollars steak and top <laughs> <laughs> Only dank, man. Only dank. Bro. That's it. Only That's dank. it. Oh, um, all right, let's come back. Uh, we'll hit a little, mix in a little Sixers, a little Phillies fun facts for you as they're getting close to uh, pitchers and catchers. And then in the NFL segment, uh, a little movement from Deuce Staley. Uh, Dolphins make a move. Jimmy G. Uh, we'll remember Bobby Bethard. Uh, Brady retirement question regarding his maybe future gig. Super Bowl odds for next year as well. A lot in store. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, we're going to talk about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any type of tree issue in your yard or on your property, they're just a quick phone call away, uh, and they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. They specialize in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, we have storm and hurricane season upon us right now. It's a great time before things get really crazy as we get deeper into the winter to get your trees evaluated. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call. 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848. Or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. 
Sometimes when I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. What's up, everybody? Sports take on this Thursday. Vegas Sports YouTube Network hanging out with you. D-Gun, B-Brooks, R. Ellis. All right, let's talk a little Sixers, guys. They win last night. They they responded after that bad loss on Monday. 105-94 over the Magic. They are now 33-17 and on the season. Kind of the usual suspects stepping up big. Joel Embiid, 28-11. In the game, James Harden, nearly a triple-double, 26, 10 assists, 9 rebounds for the Sixers. Uh, It was another game where it it was probably a little bit too close for comfort really into the third, and then the Sixers really started to pull away later in the third and into the fourth. They they sort of enforced their will. And I know we were texting back and forth last night. After a really bad start, the Magic are not an awful team. Um, They're a team that's going to be trouble – in, in a year or two. They're not there yet, but they're, they got some good talented players for sure. They have some good inside muscle, good perimeter shooters. Their hands are always swiping at the ball. You know, that's the one thing I noticed about this team. They're always swiping at the ball. They took the ball away from Embiid at uh, uh, one point. Um, I'm happy with the win, but I, as I said on the show yesterday, kind of jokingly, but kind of seriously, this I, I was hoping they'd bury that team just to send a message to them. But, you know, mm-hmm. Up until midway through the fourth quarter, um, Orlando gave him a game. It really did give him a game. And then out of desperation, they started hoist, hoisting up shots, jacking up shots, and clanging off the rim. And, and the Sixers were able to capitalize on it and put it away. Um, take the win any way you can get it. But you're right. That that team, that Orlando team, if they if they keep building that in the right direction, they're going to be heard from in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, they got a good young nucleus of players. Even Falk has improved this game. I'm a shot. Yeah, definitely. He, he's yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, to me, he reminds me, uh, 
of a rabbit, man. The way he's like, he like hops around everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He never gets tired, man. He's one of those guys like an energizer. He's bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, man. But I, I just don't see them. I mean, because look, uh, Suggs, great player. Well, he'll be a great player. Um, Wagner will be a great player later on. Mm-hmm. And they, they have a nucleus of guys that are starting to gel well together, you know, from the outside. You know, they're, they're more so wings and, 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 and guards, you know, yeah. how the team is constructed. Yeah. No, um, look, I, I think you're right. We should have buried them, but I like the fact that our two stars carried this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want that, you know, you want Harden and Embiid to be the be the guys that you know lead you through and 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 lead by example after they lost a bad loss to a bad team, they come back and beat the team. Yeah. And your two stars leads the way. I'm good with that. No, I'm with you. Um they'll they'll come out with the with the full blown all star selections uh tonight. You know, I, I would figure Embiid's a lock. He's, you know, every, I know he's ticked off. He's not starting. starting. I get it. But um, do we think Harden makes it? No. Ooh. I don't think so either. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. He's not one of the best guards, the the best point guards, because he's literally just a point. He used to be a shooting guard. He's he's literally a point guard now. Yeah, it's and it's a loaded. You're you're, you're there's you're just so loaded at the position. Too many point guards. Yeah. Yeah, but he's had a good year for them. I, I you know, I got to give him props. You know, right, he right, is, right. Um, you know, he's definitely not the scorer, but he can do a lot of different things, and he's adapting his game, which I think will help his longevity in the league. You know, yeah. that's for sure. So, uh, that, there you go on the Sixers. The, the trade deadline, by the way, is is a week away. Pretty close. You know, there there's still thought. You saw fly. one rumor the other day they may try and reacquire Andre Drummond. Why? Mm. Because I I don't two things. I don't think. Doc likes Paul Reed. He doesn't like B-ball Paul. And it's just my impression. <laughs> right. And I think that some of the shortcomings with Montrez Harrell drives him crazy too. Uh, so I, <laughs> it would not surprise me. Just the, the, that's the one I would put out there that I think. Do, do you not like him? Um, I think, I think he has a very short fuse with B-ball Paul. I would like to see B-ball Paul get a little bit more run than he gets. Okay. I think he's a little bit unfair with him. Doc does not love the young guys to begin with, but B-ball Paul, I think drives him crazy because, you know, he's a little, he's, he's a little foul happy. He he will commit a foul. He's over aggressive at times. Uh, he's not as polished. I think as Doc would want him to be, but I like him, but Doc he, gave, he gave him three minutes. <laughs> well, he also, you know, you can tell last night he was so pissed at Harold and Harold's defense. Like he yanked him real quick too last right. night. Yeah, he had a very short leash for either one of those two guys. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what. And it, it, you know, the wonder, the big question too is: does um, does Matisse Thibault get traded uh, at the trade deadline? That'll be interesting to see. What I think this year will be a, definitely be a possibility. Yeah, more so than any other year. I think they're going to try to trade him. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um, that's for sure. Um, Phillies are close. Believe it or not, guys, pitchers and catchers, two weeks away. Two weeks away from fully reporting. It feels like they just finished playing a minute ago, but they're two weeks away. Two weeks. Pitchers and catchers. Yeah. Full squad is February 21st. So full squad's 19 days away. Pitchers and catchers, two weeks away. Right around can the you ima- Can you imagine the volume of people they're going to get for spring training games down there? Oh, they it's are going to be a thing. You're right. They're going to kill it, Derek. It, it, you know, oh. the, years that I have, the years I had to cover the Phillies, and this was back when they weren't that great. It was packed then. 
I can't even begin to imagine what it's going to be like with Trey Turner and all these new pitchers. And plus, that's that's the time of year when 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 the snowbirds like to get away for you know a nice warm weekend. But then again, going to Clearwater, you don't know when it's going to be warm or cold. You know, yeah, uh, it's you a little hit mess sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You get up, you get better access to players. You can get up closer to them, get some autographs, maybe shake a hand or two. Uh, then you got the locals who are from here who moved down there because of health reasons or just warm weather, tired of the cold. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna have a strong contingent at every Phillies game this this spring, mm-hmm. as it should though. Yeah, it is came out the World Series, you know, two yep. games short. Oh, yeah. So I mean, deservedly so, and and it's gonna still be a a natural rush because the parade will be next week, spring training a couple days after that. Everybody just be excited about you know Philadelphia Philly sports. sports. You know, it'll just it'll just ride the wave, man. Ride the wave. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that you know, remember last year was very much a wait and see approach. I'm talking about the regular season for fans, really, until the playoffs, right? I mean, they didn't draw great up until then. I, I think it's going to be much different this year. Much Ooh. different. Will you go down, Rob? You know, you like to make those little trips every now and then. I love. Love, love, love Clearwater. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to be able yeah. to pull it off, but I don't know if I'll be able to. But yeah, I would. I would love to. It's it's a great thing. Like the ballpark's great. The there's no bad seats. It, it's a nice place to be. You're right by the beach. There's a lot of great restaurants down there. People haven't been. And I, I think it's a, yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of good places down there. There really are. Um, should go. I, I was I was in Arizona for like a a couple days last year and it was i think it was right before pitchers and catchers reported like a lot of the uh midwest and west coast teams trained in arizona but i, I would love to have seen that setup too i rode right past where they were all uh you know where, where the ballparks are it looked pretty cool but yeah you should go it, it's, it's fun i'm telling you it is a lot of fun you get to see some younger players uh, you, you're right Derek. you get access maybe if you're if you're an, an autograph yeah. person you know they'll 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 give you a little bit better uh, you have a better option than you do sometimes at regular ballparks that's for sure. Go get you a great steak at Mons Steakhouse. And where? Mons Venus. Man, you ain't get no, you ain't get no great steak at Mons Venus. Come on, man. You know where it you're going to Mons Venus. I know Instead my boy Brad, Brian Spielman, man. He would talk about the food was great, and I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't need to be up here. <laughs> don't need to go in there. Not gonna do it. Yes. Oh, Rob, you've been to Mons Venus? I mean, that's what I've heard. I mean, I mean, I heard that. <laughs> uh, Rob, Robert, uh, Maggie, it is a, it you. is a, I'm, I'm told it's a higher level than, than maybe some yeah. other places down there. <laughs> yes. I do, I do. I've heard dudes talk about how that Stills place knows. is like, like Three Playboy. lifetime Mons Venus cards. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seal, no wonder Seals wants to move back to Florida. Exactly. <laughs> Yet another reason, not just taxes. Yes. He said he's got three lifetime. Yeah. Right. Lifetime achievement awards. Jeez. Jeez. Oh my God. Um, all right. On that oh note. My goodness. So here, all right, here's some uh, some little cool uh, tidbits, Phillies wise. They will send 2,400 baseballs. They're packing up the trucks and the trucks are leaving today, by the way. Um, 2,000 short and long sleeve t-shirts, 1,200 bats, 900 pairs of socks, 300 batting gloves, 40 heavy coats will be headed down. 
That's not even to mention bubble gum and all the other sunflower seeds and all that stuff. That's just the basic, you Only know, baseball coats? stuff. Only I 40? guess they're anticipating it being warm, Derek. I don't know. Well, you think about how many minor leaguers you have training with the parent team. You have additional coaches as well. Yep. Only 40 coats? Somebody's not getting a coat. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> when you find out where you are in the pecking order and how close, how yeah. good a chance you have to making the team. That's when you find that out. Yeah, you better have your own sh- stuff shipped down. If you're like a single-A player who's getting looked at by the – you better bring your own stuff. You better have mom and dad pack <laughs> your, your own coats. <laughs> yeah, bring your own coats and, and your own you know, um, mitten warmers and all that stuff for those cool – those rare cool days. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So 40 coats, that's it. You got all these balls and bats and all that stuff, but we're only sending 40 coats. Man, please. They got 40 coats actually, stashed uh... away from last year. What? I would actually uh, bring a fishing rod up if I was down there. That too. Or, you know, players like to take their golf clubs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But you're right, that's Barrett. True. Fishing rod, all those uh, yeah. those man-made ponds and, and lakes and streams running through there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's for sure. Um, all right. Circle back to the Eagles for a second because A.J. Brown was talking earlier, and I thought this was a really interesting point. You know, the Eagles got off to an 8-0 start, right? And, you know, massive, what were they, um, 15 and one, whatever it was, or 12, uh, 14, no, 13 and one start, and they were eight, no. But anyway, what AJ said I thought was interesting. He said, you know, we got off to that eight, no start, and we really didn't change our approach. He's like, I've been on teams where they kind of sniff themselves a little bit at times. He said, we didn't change our approach, and he thinks that's really going to help them this week and next week with all the Super Bowl hype of just staying focused and not believing what you're reading or you're seeing. And I, I, you know, that's a, he makes an interesting point that you've kind of gone through Mm -hmm. this a little bit during the regular season with all, with everybody blowing smoke. Maybe that's a factor here with this, with this squad, the team that doesn't always, they have what four holdovers from the last Super Bowl. So it's, there are some young guys still. Uh, Exactly. There's actually um, six. Is it six? Brandon, yeah. Lane, Kelsey, Cox, Elliott, and Lovato? Is that yep. what it is? Yep. Okay. Six so. guys for that team. So this is a totally different team than um than it was before. And um now hold on. Um Sam Malo was there, he just didn't start. Okay. Okay. Seven. Yep. Sam Malo was there. So, this, I mean, this, it, you know, that's why it's a totally different team. Totally different weapons. Um, quarterback position is, is, is ultimately different. Um, even the way the defense is ran, the defense is called. I mean, if we'd have lost that game, this would have – if we'd have lost that Super Bowl, it would be the Super Bowl that – that that um, that what's his name lost? What was the um, – he's the defensive coordinator. What was his name? Schwartz, Schwartz. It would be, it would been, yeah. it would have been the Super Bowl to Schwartz loss. Oh, for sure. With the, with the, yeah, with the amount of points they gave up, yeah. And yardage over five hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't yeah. stop anything, bro. We can't I mean, stop anything. It, yeah, right. If the if the Eagles don't get this, if Brandon doesn't get the strip sack, that's probably another. They're they're probably at forty eight points or thir- exactly. I'm sorry, forty points. They were at thirty. Probably going to overtime. Yep. Yes. 
hundred percent. You're right. Yeah, he Schwartz is vilified if that's the case. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and nobody really talks about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about. It. We should talk about it because we got our butt kicked. Yeah. So yeah, on that side of the ball, you're right. I mean, I think you know the, you're presented with a similar challenge in that this is a really good offense. You know that much we know. But I just have more faith in this defense being able to make some some plays and getting some stops and perhaps creating you know multiple turnovers. I, I just I feel right. much better. As good as that defense was, and it was good. I don't see this defense getting torched like that one did. I just don't think that's that's who they are. Yeah, but you know, you got. I don't. I don't either, Rob. I don't see this. No, I don't see Kansas City putting up over five hundred yards of offense. But I guarantee you, Mahomes is going to put up at least three hundred yards passing in this game out of necessity. You yeah. know, will it be? Will it be effective or ineffective passing yards? That remains to be seen. He may get 300 yards because they're so far behind. They're just trying to throw to make the game respectable. Or somehow, someway, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy find something in Eagles defense that we don't see, and they keep exploiting it to a certain degree, and he's racking up yards as well. I don't, you, you don't know. Can't wait yeah. to see how it plays itself out. But I guarantee you Kansas City is going to have 300 yards passing in that game. Yeah, to, to think that this is going to you know, be some – you're going to – hold them to 10 points or seven points. The Eagles are averaging seven points in the playoffs. I mean, that no prayer. The, the, the That's the one thing. The offense is going to have to show up more. And 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 that when I say that, I, I realize they took their foot off the pedal in a lot of cases, too. They could have yes. you know, scored a lot more than they did. So yes. it's just going to be a different approach in this game yep. than, than what we saw. But Yeah, I mean, that, and, and people don't really think about you calling the game as the game is unfolding. Right, just because right. you can score right. that doesn't ultimately mean you're trying to score all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes just trying to keep the ball on your side of the field, keep their offense off the field, so you're not just going down and trying to score real fast. Maybe you're sitting back and you're not, you know, you're 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 just trying to eat clock up. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, there's so many facets of the game that people just don't get. You know, you mm-hmm. can't just think that you can score every time I think you're cool. No, I mean, that's the way that game unfolded in the Super Bowl. Nick Foles had to keep keep on scoring, uh, you know, touchdown for touchdown, field goal for field goal. Mm-hmm. Or did you look this last game we just played against 49ers? We were playing keep away. We knew that they couldn't score. We just had to keep their offense off the field. So that's why we yep. dominated up front, you know. So it is what it is, man. You know, I mean, I hate when people say, oh, they're not scoring many points or they're not throwing this and not doing it's, I mean, the, the game unfolds in front of you, you know what I'm saying? And as it the games unfold, that's when things, you know, should happen the way they should. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't think that, you know, you, because you can score doesn't mean you just score every single time. Right. No question about it. I mean, look, I, I keep getting back to, I go trenches. I'll take the Eagles offensive line. I'll take the Eagles defensive line. Um, receivers, I'll take the Eagles receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, Kansas City is a is, is they can run the ball. It's not like they can't. Um, mm-hmm. but the Eagles, you know, are a real good running team. I, I don't know. Where, where, would you guys get the advantage on either side on uh, running the ball? The Eagles. I'll give I'll give the Eagles the advantage. Kansas City right. only runs a set of the pass. Yeah, Kansas City averaged 113 yards a game rushing. Yeah, they were not looking but to in do terms that. Just pure running. I give it to the Eagles. I give, I give it to Gainwell and Sanders over Pacheco. Even as tough as Pacheco is, I still give it to those two over Pacheco. 
All right. How about um, linebackers? Um, this, I think we have the better linebackers. Um, I, I like Bolton. Bolton's good, man. He's really he good. Is good. But um, he's still young yet. I, I like our linebackers, but uh, Willie Gay's good. But I think we have the best, the uh, the better of the linebackers, just because we have, um, you know, T.J. Edwards is playing at a high level. Say what you want to say, he'll be on everybody's radar as being one of the top linebackers in the league this next year. Kazir White is, this, you know, for the past three games, four games, he has showed up. Yeah, yes. He showed up in the in, in, in the postseason. He showed up in the last two games of the regular season. Yeah, he's really showed up to my lotta. My lotta's yes. been a lot better lately. Because he's healthy. Yeah. Now, and I talked to him the other day. His shoulder was really screwed up, bro. Mm. He couldn't lift it half the time. He out there blocking. Hmm. So mm. he's healthy now. That's why he's playing healthier. Okay. Um, but you know, I think the, the slight edge goes with the, the linebacker position goes with the Eagles. How about secondary? No question, Eagles. Oh, Eagles, Eagles, no question, no question. All right, so quarterback, no I think question. we're all in agreement. You'd go Mahomes, but it's yep. not like you, you know, Jalen Hurts is is dog crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is, is Brock Purdy or Daniel yeah, Jones? So, yeah. So there's way more advantages for the Eagles here in this game, position wise. Oh yeah. Now oh, coaching, big red certainly. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer, and he's and that's what here. scares. That's the only and, thing that, that that puts a little doubt in my head. Not scared, but a little doubt in my head. Anytime you give Reed an extra week to prepare for you, yeah, you never know what you're gonna get in true. the red zone. Very true, man. Very true. You never know. It ain't conventional plays, that's for sure. <laughs> right, no, no. right. It's gonna crush all your keys where you're supposed to go. Oh. You know, it, 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 it's, and that's the nature. With that's why you just got to keep on scoring. Just keep mm-hmm. on lighting them up. Yeah, I'm with you. Keep Mahomes off the field. All right, we're going to come back, uh, and we are going to dip into the NFL. Uh, Like I said, a bunch of stuff. We'll get some Super Bowl odds for next year. Uh, We'll look into some coaching movement, who's hot, who's not, where certain guys may be going, Uh, Jimmy G latest, Brady retirement. We'll dig into all of it when we return. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now we're going to talk about Razor technology because data is everywhere in business today. But when it's locked away in silos, it can't be efficiently used and businesses don't have the time to wait for the insights that shape decision making. Razor Technologies data management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it to decision makers. Razor technology helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they could be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. To learn more, contact Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win. Go to Ocean.
Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Back, yes, we are. What's up, everybody? Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. That is Gunner. That is B Brooks, Brooksy. Hi, I'm Rob Ellis, hanging out with you on this Thursday. All right, so NFL guys, couple a uh, couple things. Deuce Staley, old friend Deuce Staley, is headed to the Carolina Panthers to join up with Frank Reich. Uh, those two, of course, coach together here with the Eagles. Um, Deuce was the assistant head coach and running backs coach in Detroit. They have not uh, announced what his title will be. Um, you would assume that either it's going to be something elevated a little bit, or maybe Deuce asked, there's some talk that he has to be let out to get back to Carolina because his mother is, is not doing great. And she's from the South Carolina area, which is not all that far from where the Panthers are. So we don't know yet, but Deuce headed uh, out of Detroit to the Carolina Panthers. Hmm. Uh, he, you know, Deuce is another one of these coaches, man. You wonder why he's never really gotten a shot to become a head coach in the National Football League because players love playing for him. He has an old school mentality. He's a no nonsense coach, but he can also yuck it up with his players. But he is he is tough on his players, man. But he gets the most out of them. Um, 
the fact that he's getting to go home, I mean, he's already, what, assistant head coach? So I don't know what kind of elevated position it could be. But so, yeah, obviously it's got to be for other reasons. But, you know, Frank Wright just got himself a really good coach, you know, playing yes. bottom line. He got himself yes, he a really good coach, another players type coach, you know. And whoever he's coaching, if it's the running backs, whoever the case may be, they will play at a maximum effort for Deuce Staley or they will not play at all. Plain well, I mean, think think about how good Detroit was offensively. You know, and you're oh, getting yeah. a guy from that staff where that team that it wasn't offense that, that kept them from, you know, just missing the playoffs. It was it was yeah. defense. So, you know, Deuce did something right over there, um, for sure. And the running attack was really good. It was a nice two headed monster there that they had. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, one back with less than he had a one back at one time, a less than a, he had a less than twenty yards, but had like fourteen or fifteen touchdowns. Right, Jamal you know Williams mean? had fifteen yeah. regular season touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, and, and Swift can do a lot of things. He's just yep. just got to stay on the field. Um, so yeah, that's um, yeah, it's good. Look, and good for Deuce if this was just basically, hey, I need to get close to to family, you know, whatever. Um, but we'll. I hope we'll that's see the case. We, yeah, uh, what ends up happening there? He's a South Carolina native. Mm-hmm. Um, it finally happened. It's been rumored for a while, but the reports now are that Vic Fangio will, in fact, go to the Dolphins. There was mm-hmm. talk that he might end up in San Francisco when D'Amico Ryans went to take the Texans job, et cetera. Other teams, you know, looking into him, as you would expect. But that's a nice get for for Mike McDaniel and that crew uh, to get Vic Fangio as their, as their D coordinator. And they have some guys yeah. there. Oh, yeah, there's some talent on that side of the ball. And they made the trade to get Chubb, if you remember, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they got well, a, a young Lucas. I, I like their corners. Um, man, you know, I mean, Julian, what's the name? Uh, um, Jalen Phillips yeah. from out of Miami. Yeah, the, the, the edge rusher, yeah. Edge rusher, Christian Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Really good edge rusher. Uh, Raquan Davis. Yeah, they're, they're going to be all right, bro. <laughs> I agree. I, I Look, for them, it really – this amounts to just what happens with Tua, man, and do you – can he get you through it? That's really it. You know, it, it's there. There's a lot of other – they have good receivers. Um, you know, they have a good tight end. They have a running attack. They have a – I think they have a defense. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. Well, we have just one more year in this system. Who, who, who would not want to, who would not want to go to Miami? Oh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Miami's ruined a lot of a lot of people's careers lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to have strong will, strong yeah, strong yeah. will there. Got to, got to let somebody else do it. <laughs> he said, let somebody else do it. Yeah, you gotta, that's what you get mindset you gonna have. Let somebody else do it. Um. So that's where he's uh, he's headed. Um, the the oh uh, Wink Martindale, according to some reports, is in the top two in terms of candidates for the Colts gig, Wink, which is yeah, this one's been going on for a little while here. But yeah, he's apparently legitimately in the mix there. The the Giants' defensive coordinator. If you're an Eagles fan, you're thrilled with that. Get him out of here. Get him out of the NFC East. <laughs> Never lie. <laughs> if I'm the Colts, I'm looking for more of an offensive-minded coach. I mean, you have the personnel. You can bring in a good defensive coordinator, but you got to do something to upgrade that offense significantly. You don't know who your quarterback's going to be. You have one of the best running backs in the game, decent offensive line. You need to get some more pass, you know, big-time pass catchers in there. But 
you know, I, I'm looking more for an offensive kind of guy to go in there more so deep, especially if you're going to groom a young quarterback. I don't know. I mean, but then yeah, again, I hear it you. is the Colts. It is the Colts. Is so. the Colts so you never know. Hey, Andy Reid just said this, and pretty interesting. He doubts Nicole Hardman is going to be able to play in the Super Bowl with that pelvis injury. Ooh, He's been out for like six huge. weeks now, right? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, that's a that's a wow. big yeah, that's a that's a big weapon for, for Mahomes not to be there. So uh, that's the closest thing Mahomes has to a deep threat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he he uh and you know, and you know how Andy is when it comes to injuries. If he's saying that it, I don't think he's I don't think it's yeah. gamesmanship. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so no me call Harvin there. Uh, I, I was an interesting Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch met with the media yesterday and talked about a number of different things. They still, by the way, no word yet on Brock Purdy, if he's going to have to have the surgery or not, they're still getting, uh, you know, second and third opinions on that. Oh, 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 what surgery he may have to get either. Will they just let it heal? Will he go with the lesser invasive or the, uh, the Tommy John? Uh, they don't know yet exactly what it's going to be there for him, but what, what also was interesting coming out of this and, you know, we've been down this road before, but uh, according to Shanahan, uh, a split with Jimmy G, very likely. He said he didn't see a scenario where he was coming back next year. Mm. We're, we're paraphrasing him, but that's you know, essentially what they're saying. And Barrett pointed this out during our, our pre-show meeting, and he's right. That was sort of what was coming out of there last year. But stuff happened, and, and you know, it changed, and injuries and all that. But it just feels like this time it's done, and he's a free agent, too. Um, he's yeah, he's a full blown free agent. Now we'll see. Well, the big question now is where does Jimmy G best fit in? There's like eight teams out there that are in dire straits looking for a quarterback to get them over the hump. And Jimmy G's not an elite quarterback, but he's a very good quarterback. Right. So what what would be the best fit for him right now? You know? It it feels like it's more likely like a team like Tampa who doesn't have a real high pick to be able to grab one of the college kids coming out. Right. Right. So that would make sense. What, what about saints? That's a good name. That's a good name. Dalton's a free agent. Yeah. Jets. 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 All they need is a quarterback to manage that thing. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of this is Rogers, right? Where Rogers ends yeah. up because. Yeah. With Brady stepping aside, that I think that opens Vegas up. And he goes and gets reunited with Devontae Adams, potentially. Ooh. Or, or I'll, I'll be, he, if that happens, yeah. I'll be back on my Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> does he go to would he go to Houston? Considering what they have down there, would he go to Houston? Oh man. I don't think they would want, want, want to be part of a rebuilding project. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably. they're drafting a guy, don't you think? I mean I think so also. Okay, yeah, what about Carolina? That is not crazy. It's not at all. Yeah, but is Reich scarred by trying to do the veteran thing the last couple of years with Wentz and and um, and Matt Ryan? Is he a little yeah, scarred you know by that? Jimmy G's not a locker room problem. No, I, I, no Ryan you know isn't I mean? either. He was just kind of cooked. But No, not Wentz Ryan, but I'm saying yeah. Wentz was a problem. Yeah. Ryan's probably – Ryan got older faster. Jimmy G still got some some youth in him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan hit a wall, man. He did. He sure did. He got old fast. I like the way you said that because I, I hadn't thought about it like that. But, yeah, he got – oh, he showed his age real fast, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. How many From times was he benched? Was he benched like three times this season? Yeah. 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 Oh, we're well, going he got bent. Ursay forced Reich to bench him. You remember that? And it was like Sam Ellinger for a little while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then Saturday comes in and says, yeah, forget that. It's going to be Rat Ryan again. Like, okay, it, you know, I guess different different rules for different people, I guess. But, um, wow. you know, speaking of that, where is Carson Wentz next year? <laughs> on his <laughs> on his bird hunting farm? Yes. You guys selling, both think he's not playing football next year? Selling meat. He, he has a no, meat yeah. company now. Does he? Yeah. No, I think I think he'll play somewhere. I think he's somewhere think, next year. Yeah, I think it's, there's too many open spots. I'm di- but as strange as it may sound, there might be one other team willing to give this dude a chance, man. And it's, you know, because Washington needs a quarterback, Tampa needs a quarterback. You know, so there's too many teams out there, and there's too few quarterbacks. Somebody's going, somebody's going to jump on this dude out of desperation, man. I do yeah. you think I don't like? I I really I I think he'll play. But I really don't believe that someone is going to have, have the intent of him being their starter. I think that's done. It's not that. It, it's the amount of money that he's going to want to have to go to a team. Like, he's used to making, like, $30 million a year. Yeah. So, I don't know. See what he's got on his contract. Will, it, will uh, he take something less than that? Uh, if he wants to see. play, he will. Well, I mean, he might still be – if any of that's guaranteed, he might be still being paid by Washington, who's on the hook for him now, right? He signed a four-year 128 with the Eagles, uh, $16 million signing bonus. Man, 107 of the 128 is guaranteed. Woo! Damn. He'll earn a base salary of $20 million with a $6 million roster bonus. Uh, geez, man, this year. What is the approach to the third year? The third year of this contract. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, right? There isn't any guaranteed money this year. There's no guaranteed money. If I'm reading this the right way, six million dollar roster bonus if he's on a roster, but there's no guaranteed salary. I don't know. So man. I guess the, I guess the upfront part was all there. You know, he got paid up front. I'd bring him in and let him compete. I wouldn't promise him anything other than you will have the opportunity to compete for a starting job. That's all I would See, give him. I wouldn't want that guy anywhere near young, impressionable quarterbacks. From, from what we're hearing, <laughs> I wouldn't want them thinking they knew it all like he did, not being willing to be coached and trying to play hero ball and forming bad habits. Exactly. True. So I wouldn't want him. Uh, maybe maybe to back up a veteran that, that you know, maybe, maybe like, um, I, I don't know, I, I, Miami, because you, you, you have such a risk of Tua being injured. Uh, but then they have Bridgewater. Is Bridgewater still there? Was that a one-year deal? I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a one-year deal. Maybe something like that, but not around young kids, man. No way. Uh, I would not do it. Um, he definitely wouldn't teach him anything. No, well, you wouldn't. Le- you'd learn bad habits, not good habits. Well, you know, from him, um, Bobby Beathard passed away. Longtime executive in the league, he was 86 years old. He's a 2018 Pro Football Hall of Famer. Incredible resume, really. Um, he was the personnel director of the Miami Dolphins when they went undefeated in '72, and he was there in '73 mm-hmm. when they won. 
He was there for two of the Super Bowls during the the run that Washington went on in the 80s. When He was the one who hired Joe Gibbs, by the way, when they had the Hogs mm-hmm. and that whole crew, yeah. Uh, yeah. Art Monk and, and, and those guys, Gary Clark. Um, so he was there for two of those. And he took the Chargers to a Super Bowl, you know, mm-hmm. which is not an easy thing. So it, that's a it, he he is one of the all time great personnel people that the league has ever seen. Yep, he's been a part of four overall Super Bowl champions. So yep. I mean, you know, executive for five different teams. That's mm-hmm. that's not a bad career at all. You know, yeah, Pro Football Hall of Fame two thousand eighteen. And for a while, he was an analyst on TV. So this dude was making money left and right. You know, it's not like he, yeah. he's ever he's ever had to worry about being in the game. In some capacity, he was he's always been associated with the game. But man, I think he's eighty six already. Seems like he was on TV yesterday giving his analysis. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive career, oh, man. Goodness. His grandson uh, CJ played in the league. I think he's still is he on Jacksonville's roster? I think he's still on a roster, but that, that's his grandson. Um, Chris Richard is out as the Saints co-defensive coordinator. Ryan Nielsen also out. He was the other – he left on his own to take the job in Atlanta. But they, they were the two co-defensive coordinators this past year under Dennis Allen. Both those guys are out. So they're going to be looking for somebody. The Saints are on the defensive side. And the big names are already gone, you know. Uh, word is Steve Wilkes may be going to San Francisco now. Okay. Um, That'd be a so, good place for him. Yeah, he would crush yeah, it. Yeah, would. Um. So now you got to find what well, obviously Dennis Allen. It's going to be Dennis Allen's defense. So yes. he's going to have to find a subordinate, and that's who's the problem. To right take there. orders from him. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. How do you find an understudy that's going to run your yep. system? That's true. Yep. Yeah, so that'll be the big thing right there. It'll be hard to to bring somebody in that's going to run his system the way he wants. You know, that's why. It, I mean. It's, it's more so defensive than it is offensive. Offensively, offensive coaches, they tend to be more open to that, but not defensive coaches. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays in Dallas, and it's going to be more of a traditional West Coast that he ran in Green Bay, which means Dak and the offense, it's going to be a new system, and these guys are going to be learning a new system. Mm. So, I, I look, Jerry Jones is going all in with this guy. He's going to keep him in place, and he's going to let him call plays now. They fired Kellen Moore, and they're still looking for, for somebody, you know, to, to, to run things, to be the, uh, you know, the OC, right? So, yep. it's, going to be, it's going to be Mike McCarthy's gig just to sort of run the, uh, run the show here. They, they, they made many questionable calls in offensive play calling when Kellen Moore was at the helm. Now you're giving it back to a guy – who got jettisoned out of Green Bay because of his play calling, and you're giving the reins back to him. And it's going to be the first time in Dak Prescott's career he's going to have a scheme change as well. Mm-hmm. So you got a guy calling plays who, who people have have chastised his play calling ability over the last four or five years. You're going to change the scheme for the quarterback. Yeah, Jerry, yeah, you, you got a disaster brewing here. Yeah. I, I like this already. Yeah. Yeah. I, it feels about the same, and it's always a disaster with Jerry. <laughs> Gotta love that. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, we all said that. We all said it. Yeah. Just, just, just keep him here. Yeah, that's it. Stay. Keep, keep Jerry. You know, healthy, and let's, let's keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Everybody, calm down. All right. So, um, 
So the Brady deal in retirement that he has sitting on the table, if he wants to accept it from Fox, is 10 years, $375 million. He would slide into the number one analyst seat that is held by uh, Greg Olson right now with Kevin Burkhardt. So he would be the number one guy. But, guys, this is for $37.5 million per year for 10 years. Oh, absurd. Like, do, does a does a broadcaster influence a game that much for you? Like, I don't get this. I know he's Tom Brady, by the way. I'm not – I know he's not just some guy off the street. I understand. But still. Well, Romo's making 17. Man. Yeah, 17. but 37, 37 and a half, B. Brooks. 37 mil. Now, think about this. If you count 17 – Bro, you got to tell me because I mean – 18 regular season games. That's the way I feel when I look at your checks and look at my checks. <laughs> you, ought quit like, you ought to stop that. Yeah, now that's, now funny. that's you to, funny. That's yeah, you. you ought to quit lying like that. Yeah. Because I'm about to I'm about to apply for food stamps. <laughs> 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 you know. But dude, think about it. You get six months off in a year, basically. Yes. You work one day. Now, granted, they do a few days, sit down with the you gotta sit down with the coach, talk about the coach, some players. You know, not this is what they told us on Thursday at our practice, you know. And then you go to a game and you give your opinion on something you've been doing for 25 years of your life, okay, 30, 40 years of your life, and you're off six months, and you're getting $37 million for six months of work? Think about that. Mm. You make one appearance, two appearances in the preseason, 18 regular season weeks, and if you're in a, in a, in a playoff game, maybe two weeks of playoffs. So 18, 20, 21, 22 – 22 weeks of work, you will get $37 million. Yep. Not Think bad. About that. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, look, Tom was really hurting for money. So thank God he landed on his yeah. feet. You know, we didn't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing to me. Like, I just I don't know. I don't he doesn't there's there's not that I, I, I'm not a I'm not a Tony Romo fan. I didn't I even when he was doing the calling out the plays thing, I know, but like does does it really draw in like you're already going to have your core audience there if it's a big game. And those guys are working the big games. Like, I just don't understand the need to pay them like that. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't either. But but I do think certain announcers enhance your adrenaline level. When yeah. you talk about Madden, Summerall, uh, a Jim Nance, uh, yeah. August Johnson, you know, when you watch games that they call, I mean, you know, it, it does, it does get you jacked up even a little bit more so than you already are. Um, I, I like to listen to them for the insights, you know, the little storylines they tell, the stats they give, and some are a lot smoother than others, making those transitions in and out of plays without missing a beat when they're calling a game. So there's, cert there's certain announcers I look forward to calling, especially big games, you know, for the most part, though. You know, and I know we debated this before. See, I, I'll listen to Tony Romo. Because Romo, although he has what I what my what my, one of my uncles used to call diarrhea of the mouth, you know, <laughs> you can't stop. Um, he gives you information. You know, a lot of times he tells you the play that's coming up and the plays run. He does his homework. You can't deny he does his homework. Mm -hmm. You know, when he's watching these things and he, and he sees things on the field that the average fan might miss because you're not really looking for that kind of stuff. Is he over the guys, top sometimes? Yeah, you know. Your guys. My family keeps saying there's some crazy guy at my front door. I got to take care of this real fast. All right, go do your thing. All right. What? Go do your thing. <laughs> and you say I have something going on in my house every day. 
Really? Uh, really? You never know, man. Oh, yeah, I hear can you imagine it. I hear if it. some crazy guy standing at the front door and all of a sudden this dude six five three thirty opens the door? What What do you want? Uh, I think uh, that guy's running very quickly back to his car. Would be my guess. I, I'm in the wrong neighborhood. I'm sorry. I thought this was I thought this was Buford's house. I'm sorry. My bad. Choo, I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah. Hey, Julian Ooh. Love followed up Gunner on, with a tweet on what he yeah. said earlier yeah. about hey, you know anybody essentially you guys could coach this team, and he's along for the ride. Referring to Nick Sirianni, mm-hmm. so he tweeted out, and you can follow him at Julian Love twenty seven. Uh, he tweets out, Philly fans sure don't like this one. LOL. But I'm not wrong. This is a players' league, and Philly has dogs on the roster, top to bottom. It's no mystery why they're in this position. See, I mean, it gave the team a compliment. He's he is complimenting the players, but it's it is a it's a backhanded smack at the coach. But it is it is a player player love. Yeah, it's player. Maybe there was some jaw jacking. I mean, think about this, Rob. They played each other three times this year, right? Maybe there was some jaw jacking on the field before after the game that Julian didn't like and. Just wanted to take another shot at Nick. I mean, there, there's so many untold elements to why people say certain things. And who yeah. knows? Maybe Nick says something about, hey, man, you, you know, you, are you good enough to play in this league? You don't know. We don't know. That's true. But, no, you're right. But you're right. It, Absolutely. Uh, fact so that he's, he's not backing off that statement. Hey, been an interesting week with all that kind of ooh, stuff. That's for sure. Man. Oh, my God. All right. Let me let me throw some Super Bowl odds for next year. This is for 2023. Okay, no, not this year. Okay, all right. Okay, so DraftKings odds. So, um, the 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 odds on favorite right now are the Chiefs at plus five. Already, Chiefs are, are right now. Yeah, because I know you know they're pretty young. You know they're not losing a ton. Uh, the Bills are plus six fifty. You know, here's the thing with the Bills, and I love Sean McDermott. I do. But right. bills are in like show me time now. They're starting to get into yeah. that, that reach that yeah. that area, you know, um, where they they need to start to, to get past that hump and, and get in there. Uh, so two years two. in a row now, they're supposed to be the number one team in everybody's minds in the AFC, and two years in a row, they're sitting home short of their destination. Yeah, so they even right. get to the, the the championship, you know, final in their you're own right. conference. You're right. That's right. Uh, the the Niners plus seven hundred. Now that I. You can look at it a couple different ways, Derek. Is that they feel like they're going to land a big, uh, an Aaron Rodgers, a big name quarterback, maybe, or is it just they're so good everywhere else if they're healthy? Because you know you're going in yeah. with like a Purdy, uh, Trey Lance question mark as far as I'm concerned, and both guys coming off injuries. And you lost your defensive coordinator, and you lost. You're losing your starting quarterback. I think those odds are based on what they did this season. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. But and those odds are going to change after after the Super Bowl's over, and once and once free agency weeds itself out, those those odds on all these teams are going to change, and positionings are going to change drastically um, because you don't know who's going to be where. I can't believe that's based on the fact that the oddsmakers feel that. Uh, two young quarterbacks who are still rehabbing and Lance and Purdy um, are, are the glue that's going to hold that team together. You got to find a defensive coordinator. You got to yeah. find a veteran presence, uh, uh, you know, that's that's comparable to run Kyle Shanahan's system if the, one of these young guys or both don't live up to your future expectations. Uh, yeah. there's, there's a lot of gray areas when it comes to this. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, so they're number three. The Eagles are number four. So the Eagles are okay. at plus eight hundred. Now I guess some of that is 
the, they do have a ton of free agents. Um, and, you know, depending on how many guys leave, what that mm-hmm. looks like, uh, you know, I guess they could still lose Steichen, you know, which could play into it a little bit. I don't know if True. they dig that deep. Maybe they do. I'm not sure. Um, but they have them fourth right now. And then the Bengals are fifth at plus 900. Mm. Cowboys are sixth at plus 1400. I don't, I don't get that. That I don't get. Uh, Dallas hype, I guess. I do. Seriously. They got like 15, 20 guys who are up for free agency. Uh, your offensive coordinator is gone. Uh, your defensive coordinator is staying. Mike McCarthy is now your play caller. You don't know if they're going to be able to – what are they – that two-headed monster at running back, I don't think it's going to stand the way it is. You're not paying both Tony Pollard, who's a free agent, and Dak, who has a monster contract. One of them has to make way for another young running back. So how will that affect them as well? You got a lot of defensive players you got to think about. And and once again, Dallas fell way short of a lot of people's anticipations. So I no, there's no way Dallas checks in at number six right now. No way. Yeah. I think we have da- uh, Barrett back up. Barrett, go ahead, my man. Let's pop him in. Let's pop him in. There we go. There it is. Thanks, there. All right. Everything all right? What happened there? Dude, I, I'm just wait. You know what? I'm way too nice, man. That's what it is. But uh, it's a gentleman that um, he tries to cut yards around the neighborhood. And he has, you know, he has some some mental health issues. Gotcha. But I talk to him all the time. I just talk to him, you know. And, and today he said uh, <laughs> he's at the door. He was waiting on me. I was like, you know, so my kids are down there screening. I'm trying to, you know, yo, you know, my dad's on film. You know, he's, he's on, you know, he's on, he's at work right now doing this on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story long, he was waiting for me. He said, well, Dad, you got to come out and tell him. I said, I can't right now. I'm doing this. Long story long, he turns around. He says, well, he, he was he used to be Deuce Staley's bodyguard. And <laughs> he, he just left the game that Deuce had about three weeks ago. And he's trying to go to the Super Bowl. And right now, Deuce is not – He was he's his bodyguard, but he's not – He's not answering his calls back because he's trying to get to the Super Bowl. He wants him to answer his calls. And he's saying he's going to – he knows how to get to Arizona. He's going to Arizona. He knows how to get there. But he's just bodyguards. Yeah, I'm like, well, so where do I fit in with this? Hmm. I, you know, can I talk to you? I said, well, I can't talk right now. I'm busy. I'm trying to do this. He's like, well, I mean, just to let you know, you know, man, I know I'm not supposed to just drop out without calling. You know, let me see. Just – long story long, he said, well, I mean, I, man, all I need is gas money. No, I got you. All you need is gas. What? Well, he's, he's also coming around in February about cutting lawns. It's probably not great timing. Uh, but I, I hear you. I hear you. Bear, you are, you are nice. Money. You are nice. Give, you the, give him the money, life. Bear. I like that. That's a nice thing. Yeah. You live that lavish life to go all money. to go all the way to Arizona. Oh, yeah. He knows where Arizona oh, about, about five hundred bucks. Give him the money, Bear. <laughs> You live uh-huh, that lavish man. life, man. Bruh, Come I mean, on, man. Oh, man. I, I don't know, man. I mean, All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a time you out. You call yourself a good back, Christian, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. That's I'm deeply right. hurt. I we, we, will, uh, we will field <laughs> questions. Yeah, we will field <laughs> questions. Uh, he's bad. He's bad. From the chat room. Chat room, fire away. Throw a question, uh, Mark, in front of your question. And we will take your uh, your your comments and your questions 
Oh, when we come back, we got birthdays, movies, and all that good stuff. Oh, before, before we leave? Yeah. Before we leave? I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I know you're trying to get us where we need to go, Rob. But No, we're good. We're good. He's deuces. I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say this, but all right, I'm going to say it anyway. He's deuces bodyguard. The guy's like 60-something years old, and he's like 60 years old, and he only has one foot. He has a prosthetic foot. Prosthetic, but oh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, prosthetic uh, all the way down, you know, from his calf down. Oh, man. Deuce's bodyguard and 60 years does, old. Does Deuce look like he needs a bodyguard? Number one, no, number I wouldn't one. mess with Deuce, yeah. And then number two, how is it that he's Deuce's bodyguard? He's 60 something years old, he must be skilled with his hands, you know what I mean? I'm be... not messing with him, yeah. I'm all right, what. I'm gonna give you his cash app. No, man, give him the money, Barrett. He came to I'm your house, man. I'm gonna give you your cash app. It's a sign, Barrett, that you need to do something from the heart and not the pocket. Rob, can we go to break money? Now, yeah, let's go to break now. Before, Come on, before Barrett. This gets any, before this gets any deeper. Xander. All right, That's All right. we'll hit it. So. We'll come back. Chat section questions, birthdays, movies <laughs> on this date. I have a good on this date for you guys. More Eagles. Don't go anywhere. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Back. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most 
sure our prayers were answered. But now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, Rob. All right, so uh, Shane Steichen will have his second interview with the Colts on Saturday, guys. So uh, apparently uh, they're down to three. I don't know who it is exactly. There's reports that Martindale's one of them. Steichen's getting his second interview, and then there's somebody else involved. So it's Indy and Arizona, right? That's it? That's all I know right now. Yep. As far as openings goes, yeah. Yep. So, yep. going to going to be interesting uh, what ends up happening there. So, you want to throw questions our way? Uh, let's do it. Let let his do it. Let's open that thing up. That's for sure. Um. All right. So, on this date, I got it on the good on this date for you guys that you'll enjoy. Nineteen eighty nine. Tecmo Bowl debuted for Nintendo. Oh wow. Tecmo. Oh Thirty four years ago, Tecmo made its debut. Man. One of the I never got games. into that game. I never got. I, into I liked it. it. I liked it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. That you was, remember that our colleagues, uh, Marshall Harris, used to have a game at his desk. He would keep it at his desk and brag about he was a Techno Bowl champion, and would challenge people at his desk to play every now and then. Is that right? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Okay. Yeah, he would sit back in the corner, you know, and uh, people would go back occasionally and play against him, you know, and he would brag about being. Uh, the champ, the premier player, Techno Bowl. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. I, <laughs> I didn't know that. That thing was too grainy for me. You know, you look at the hey. figures, it's like, huh? Well, yeah, you're I mean, it's, it's very, especially with what we have now, it's very, I guess, oh, crude yeah. in, in the way that it was put together. But for the oh. time, man, it was cutting edge. You could, you couldn't, you couldn't stop, uh, what's his name? Um, Bo Nose. Yes, Bo <laughs> Jackson. You could stop Bo Jackson. Yep. You couldn't stop uh who else was it? Uh sweetness, you couldn't stop him either. Yeah. Yes. But there was all there what was there like four plays altogether? Yep. You can only use four plays, <laughs> something like that. Pretty mm. crazy, man. Uh yeah. So th- those were the days. Uh that's for sure. Um, all right, let's do some birthdays here. And then we'll get to some of your questions. Fire away. Anything you want to ask Eagles to us, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, we will get to those. All Don't right. ask me any personal questions. I'm off limits. Gunner, all personal questions. Nothing but no, I mean, I'm kidding. Off right. limits. So, George Washington, born on this day in 1732, our first president of the United uh, States. Hey, I was, missed that one. Yeah, he was 1732. Uh, good old George. Uh, Christy Brinkley, one of the first supermodels, born on this day uh, 69 years ago today. She's 69 years young. Still looks Strong. good. Still looks great. Yeah. Strong, strong, very strong. Still, still. Amen. Yes. You know, Ray Dinger turned down a date with her, right? Right. Yeah. That was crazy. Oh. Incredible. Well, well, uh, well, lunch, lunch. Let's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. Lunch. Um, Shakira 
Hips still not yep. lying. She's 46 years old. Is Shaquille? Yep. Very strong. That's that's a very that's a very strong. Okay. Yes. I'm still not lying. Huh? No, they're not lying. Um, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett, born on this day, 1947, 70 strong. You know for There's sure. Some beautiful people born on this day. Huh? Yeah, right. I know, man. We're a little run wow, here. She, she died young, at 62 years old. She, wow. She did. That's a shame. She had cancer. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah she passed away at a very young age. Um, 37 years old. Uh, is it Gemma or Gemma? Arrington, she's an actress. I'm not that familiar with her, but she's yeah, done I think a lot of stuff. Gemma, Clash Gemma. of Titans, Quantum of Solace, Hansel and Gretel, The Witch Hunters. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's 37 uh, today. Uh, Graham Nash from uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, the yep. singer, is 81 today. Uh, the great George Hallis was born on this day in 1895, the founder of the uh, Chicago Bears. Wow. He lived to be like 90-something. He, he, yeah, he, he had a really long life. Uh, he, pa- he passed in 1983 at the age of 88. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Still, that's a long life, man. It's a long life, uh, that's for sure. James Franklin, gonna... Penn State head coach, is 51 today. Yep. Uh, Michael T. Weiss, the actor, is 61 today. Uh, James Joyce, the poet, was born on this day, 1882. Uh, Tom Smothers, the comedian actor. 86 years old. Um, John Saunders, who was one of the greats at ESPN in the studio and play-by-play. Sadly, we lost him really young. Uh, Was born on this day in 1955, uh, John Saunders. Donald Driver. Derek Gunn squad. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I play with Donald. That's my dude. Okay. 48 for Donald today, uh, celebrating. Uh, Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott is the speed limit. He is 55 today, former um, Spur and a couple other uh, teams in the NBA, had a heck of a career. I think he still does Spurs TV or radio to this day. Uh, Harrison Smith, longtime safety for the uh, Vikings, is 34 today. My dude. Uh, Dexter Manley, longtime NFL player. Uh, Sack Meister had some off-the-field issues as well, but he is 64 today is Dexter. Yeah, sixty-four, man, crazy. Manly, um, I said he's the he's the lineup head to head and outrun DBs. He, he ran like a four-four forty. Th- where did he go? Oklahoma State, something like that. I forget where he went, but he was a great athlete. Yeah, he great was. Athlete. Yeah, uh, on those red, a lot of those Redskins teams back in the day, which they were called the Redskins back then. Um, yep. What was the other one I had? That's it. That's all I have for birthdays. You guys have other any other ones? Yeah. Wow. Um, Good. Uh, Detroit um, coach Wayne Fonts. Oh. 83. Number Wayne, yeah. Mike Tice. Mike Tice, the uh, yep. the the coach. coach. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Minnesota. I think he's a head coach too, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yep. yep, 64. Um, Carl Wright from Big Mama House, the, the dirty old man from Big Mama House. Yeah. <laughs> he's also in Barbershop, you know, McCracken. Yeah, yeah, yep. He's uh, I don't know how old he is. <laughs> he's old. Yeah, he's old. Um, Brent Spiner. Yep. Data from uh Star Trek. Okay. Brent Spiner. A lot of Star Trek movies. Yeah. Yep. He was Data. He's seventy four. All right. Um, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh. Jane Chapman. Dog is seventy years old. Dog yeah. still got the flowing. Blonde hair and still trying to go out there and capture criminals. 
Is he still around? Oh my god. Seventy okay. years old. All right. Mm. And my last one is uh no you know what I got Blake Clark Clark too. Uh he's on Mr. Deeds and the Waterboy. Okay. He's seventy six. All right. And then Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan. Or uh, Tennessee Titan. Yeah. Tennessee Titan got beat up <laughs> by Johnson. Oh, that's right. Why you saying him, man? He got beat up on national. I saw him get beat up on national TV. <laughs> that's messed wow. up, man. Hey, you ain't right. Wow. Johnson was way in the morning. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was ugly. That one was ugly, man. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Gunner? You got any? Uh, yeah, we got um, Telenoa Hufunga. Uh, 23 oh, years yeah. old today. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rob, you being a historian like I am when it comes to baseball, Red Shandens. Cardinal. Um, um, do you know that he was in a major league uniform as a player, coach, or manager for 74 consecutive years? I, I didn't know that. 74 consecutive years. That's was, insane. Uh, That's insane. He was 95 when he died in 2018. Uh, Jeff Okuda, Okuda from the Lions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. An actor, Bo Hopkins, was 84 when he passed away uh, last year. Emily Rose, 42. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi, Naomi Grossman, 47. Uh, Elaine Stritch, who played in 30 Rock, uh, was 89 when she passed in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol Ann Susie. She was the voice of Mrs. Wallowitz in the Big Bang Theory. She passed away, um, uh, you know, from cancer. But you remember the voice, the screechy voice? You ever watched the Big Bang Theory? And yeah. it was Howard's mom. You never mm-hmm. saw her, but you always heard the voice. Yeah. That was her. Um, okay. Yeah, she, she was only 62 when she passed away. Uh, Rashad Penny of Seattle's 27, the, the Seahawks. Uh, Malcolm Brown. Remember the name Malcolm Brown, the NFL? Uh, yeah, 29 years old today. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, he, he wasn't around yeah. real long in the NFL, but yeah, okay. Uh, Malcolm Brown picked off the pass at the goal line. Yeah, that's right. Remember that's that right. one? Super Bowl, yeah. So, all yep. right, good ones there. Uh, movies. Uh, we have Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? 2001. Movie ever. I love that movie, it's really well done. Man. I'm in a tight spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are a lot of those kind of like one-liners and it's well acted too man it's well bro acted. that's what of that bro, the that's mud scene there, there's a lot of stuff it is it i thought she was a two <laughs> <laughs> i love um, that movie man it I is good it. it's just that's one of those what do you call it click and stick click and stick yeah you're it's flipping around you're staying with that one. uh a clockwork orange which is a weird movie uh yeah. if you ever a lot going on there. It's, a, it's 1972. Yeah, still a classic though. People, yeah, it's still, still it's still held up. It's still going yeah. On. yeah, it's still yeah. held up. Uh, Black Sheep with uh, with uh, Farley and uh, Spade, which is yeah. pretty funny movie. That was pretty mm. funny. Yeah, the the juror, uh, which yeah. is a good movie. Uh, Alec Letters Baldwin and Jimmy Moore. Yeah, Alec Baldwin and Demi Moore. Yeah, uh, Letters yeah. from Iwo Jima from 2007. And uh, that's all I have as far as the uh, movies go. That's it, guys. That's it. Okay. All right. That's all I got, Uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, a lot of what we've been doing here has been focused around the Eagles and, you know, what this game is going to look like and what the confidence level is. 
the point spread has moved about a point. In, in fa- the Eagles are still favorites, but it was two and a half. Now it's one and a half. So you know, the public betting line at least has been yeah a little bit more in on Kansas City than they have been on the Eagles. And you know, and and look, I get it. You know, you're talking about a team with experience. You're talking about a team with a with a guy who's already got an MVP in his back pocket uh, mm-hmm. at quarterback that's been in either the AFC Championship game. It feels like every what is it, five straight years, and they've five been in, straight years. Yeah. yeah, the Super Bowl. What is it? Three times over the last is it four, four years, years or five years, whatever. Four years. So there's a lot yeah. more experience there. And, and while the Eagles were there just five years ago, it's it's a pretty different team. I mean, it's a different head coach. It's a different starting quarterback. Um, most of the principles, not all, but a lot of the principles are, are different now. So I get where the public feels that way. I guess I keep getting back to what we talked about earlier. The line, defensive line, offensive line, advantage Eagles, and that to me means a lot when it comes to these games. And the Eagles have really systematically taken teams apart for the most part this season. They've just rolled through teams. And, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's who they are. I think they're that good. It's going to be harder against this team, more of a challenge and all that. But that doesn't change, you know, just how good this team is. No. And all 22 starters. <laughs> that's, Everybody that's healthy. One. Yeah. And we we said this one. earlier, Miko Hardman, Andy, Andy himself said likely not to play. This is this yeah, is strange. yeah. To me, it's it's strange that um when they when they say that they still haven't put an entire game together yet, they really haven't. They haven't played um great with all three units yet. In fact, they haven't played great with the both offense and defense clicking at the same time just yet. For an entirety of the game, you know, why not be in the best stage, the biggest stage ever that they play an entire game and everything's clicking in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I mean, this will be perfect for them. Um, they, man, they, they leave so much meat on the bone out there to, you know, take advantage of every facet of this game. Just show everybody, you know, stop doubting us and, uh, and, and you know, put some respect on us. Yeah, I'm going to be really curious. The, the offense is obviously going to have to do more in this game, but I, I, I'm going to be really curious because this is I don't think this is a great Kansas City defense by any stretch. No, not even close. To watch them, you know, operate in a situation where they're not up big and just kind of milking the clock and, and playing it a little bit conservative maybe to an extent where they just really let loose. You know, and you're going to see I, – I think this week off too is really going to help A.J. Brown because I don't think that hip's been 100%. Uh, you know, you're going to get like get Jalen a little bit more time, uh, uh, Lane a little bit more time. Some of their guys who were banged up a little bit more time, the Eagles. I mean, um, they could really, that's the fascinating part for me is what, how dynamic is this offense? And, and, and we know Spagnolo, as we talked about earlier, is not afraid to bring the heat. Right. So if you pick it up, what's that going to look like if you get one-on-ones? Bro, Bro that's back out right here real quick. And we know Jalen can read the blitz. We know he knows how to do that. Yeah. We understand that he's well-versed at that. Yeah, he's gotten way better at it, for sure. And he gets out there one-on-one, and they bring the house. They go they go zero blitz. Zero blitz. If you're not covering somebody, you're coming to the quarterback. Right. And he understands it. And he looks back, and, you know, they have an instant check for it, like a slant or something like that, a slant and go, a sluggo route. Yeah. That could be big for us man because he if he gets that touchback that he had like the ball he overthrew to AJ Brown 
he usually puts a little more arch on that ball and it drops down to his hands. Because of that shoulder, I think he didn't wasn't able to do that. It was more of a straight line pass. But I mean, he starts getting that arch back into it, and it you know, it'll be over, man. It'll be over before it even starts. Yeah. All he has to do is just hit on a couple of those, get him out of that defense, and just pound the rock after that. Yeah, and, and look, man, um, you know, Kansas City in the air in, in terms of yards per lap, the Eagles were the best team in football in the regular season. Kansas City is it was, you know, less than the middle of the pack. They were very mediocre. Uh, this season that's an area you can attack them you know that's for sure that you should be able to do some damage especially considering that what you were laying out earlier the way that they go about it yeah um, you know i mean that's that's where you can get them uh against the run they're pretty good they're they're, they're pretty stout against the run but still we, we heard that last week with san francisco we heard it the week you know whatever we've heard this before the eagles should be able to if they if they if they care to do it run on anybody Yep. So there isn't you you don't become one dimensional. You certainly shouldn't become one dimensional against this team. But really, what's it going to look like when Hertz gets out in 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 this open land, you know, and what kind of damage is he able to do? This would be crazy, mm. man. Yeah, because I mean, just like you just 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 like we said, if they go zero coverage, and if he's able to evade the blitz and get up in one of those seams and run it, everybody's back is turned to him because they're covering. Mm-hmm. Man, they probably won't see him till at least 20 yards down the field. That's yeah. Instantly, instantly um, opening up that offense with the threat of him being as good as he is with his legs. Well, I think, too, like they, they also know that like, there were a couple plays that, that one deep shot to AJ, which they overthrew. There were some plays they left on the field, you know, the last couple of couple of games. I, I, I think that's where you just got to be on your P's and Q's because you can't afford to do that against this team. Nope. You can do that against those other teams. It'll you know, the thing is, as, as good as this Eagles defense is, I think this might be the one offense, you know, that's that's going to give them a workout, Th- this offense. And it, because of the creativity of the offense, because of the unpredictability of the offense, um, you know, I, and, and Eagles should have a good measure of success against them. But I think this Kansas City team, because of their wealth of playoff experience, big moments, drawn-up plays, in, in the huddle, in the dirt, you know, they're, they're going to do a lot of things that the Eagles haven't seen yet. And then let's see how the Eagles adjust to it. They're going to mm-hmm. catch the Eagles at some point with some of these gadget plays that they run. And hopefully it's in the middle of the field or on their own side of the field and not in the red zone, you know? So this, this is a, this is going to make this Eagles defense think a lot about what's to come and, and adjustments they're going to have to make on the fly in terms of matchups. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, – let's face it. This is the best offense they faced, right? Yep. Absolutely. Period. With, with, I mean, without hey, question. It's the number one offense in the league, right? Yeah. It's the highest scoring offense in the league, right? Mm-hmm. It's the number one passing offense in the league. Quarterback led the lead in passing, led the league in touchdowns, you know? Barrett, how are you – I'm sorry, Derek. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, how you, how do you contain Kelsey? What do you do? They're gonna have to bracket him somehow. Find a way to high low him. You know, keep two defenders around him. He's that good that you have to. You just gotta allocate resources. I don't know. Nowhere else, nobody else scares me out there. Um, Kelsey's somebody that I would have to know where he is at all time. I Man, I, I you know I could stop the I could stop the rookie running back. You know, say so you just tackle the run on your way uh, to the quarterback on the pass, but. We're gonna have to get some heat on uh 
you know, on 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 more than just no, we're gonna have to get some heat more than just on his clock, his his clock in his head. You know what I'm saying? We got to get heat on that. Yeah. You know, not necessarily physically on his body, mm-hmm. but more so on his thought process. Him not being able to to break stuff down as fast. We're gonna have to generate that type of pressure on him. Mm. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes is great, but if you can somehow get the clock in his head sped up and start making him see things that aren't necessarily there, mm-hmm. that's when you know this game will, will get easy for that defense. And, but as and, long as he's able to sit back and process things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're right. I think we'll know pretty early how healthy that ankle is too, because right, you, right. You know, if you're getting some heat on him, what he's going to be able to do and in terms of buying time to make plays. And he did it a couple times. I mean, the, the one touchdown throw, the, the later touchdown throw that he ends up making, he, he did step up in the pocket and still delivered a, a great pass. And then he scrambled for that one first down. So when he had to, to utilize it, he, he did. You know, he did. He was able to do it for sure. First and foremost, get to get get to Patrick because he likes to stand back there and pat the ball. You, you notice he pats the ball. And, and yeah. when he's patting the ball, he's waiting for somebody to wiggle free. And we know who he's waiting to wiggle free. Mm-hmm. That dude, Kelsey, will find a way. You can, you know, you can bracket him. Many teams try to bracket him. But the longer you let Patrick stand back there, the longer that dude is going to find a way to wiggle free. And that's not good. That's not a good day at the office that you let that dude get free. You're yeah. right. Make Patrick speed up that clock, man. Make him want to throw the ball before he wants to throw it. Yep. Because that's where he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's when he'll give it up. And that's why I said – not necessarily rushing Patrick and physically hitting him. It's more so speeding up that clock inside of his head. Mm-hmm. If you can speed that clock up inside his head, that's when he starts making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And he will make mistakes, like we talked about earlier. 12, 12 interceptions uh, on, the, on the regular season. So he will make mistakes. Um, that's for sure. All right. So tomorrow we're going to have Shil Kapadia. Uh, will be joining us and she'll had to kind of rearrange some things. We were supposed to have him on today, but we're looking forward to having Shield on with us tomorrow. He does an excellent job. If you ever get a chance to check it out, you can follow him on Twitter at Shield Kapadia. Uh, he's a podcaster and writer for the ringer. So we'll, we'll get all his in-depth takes here. Cause he's, he's not, he's based out of Philadelphia, but he's a national reporter here. So we'll get his, uh, his notion of what happens in this game with the Eagles and the, uh, and the chiefs as we get closer here, Eagles practicing tomorrow. Uh, today was a walkthrough, but they're practicing tomorrow. Uh, we'll pass along any kind of information we get in terms of injuries and what's going on and whatnot. We'll continue with all our NFL talk. Uh, Sixers back at it tomorrow as well. And as we mentioned, Phillies are, will be then 13 days away uh, for pitchers and catchers reporting. So a lot of fun uh, today's show. want to thank everybody in the chat section. You guys are the best. want to thank our producers, Andrew Kraus, um, and all of you streaming and all of you listening. Of course, don't go anywhere. You got the National Football Show with Dan Cilio coming up. Uh, He will uh, continue the fun, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow at the same time. For Derek, for Barrett, I'm Rob. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you manana. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.